Welcome to Love Alexi. My name is Alexi Wasser. I am your host, and this is my podcast. And my guest today is Catherine Brandis, aka Katie. That's what her friends call her, and I'm her friend, so that's uh, I'm allowed to call her that. Anyway, she is the founder and CEO of contemporary women's wear brand BB Dakota, and more importantly, my friend, who I unfortunately don't get to see enough, so I'm glad we got to sit down in front of microphones like uh, people do in Los Angeles, you know? Um, oh my God. I. I just have to get this out of the way. I love and respect her so much, her, her style, her brain, her wit, uh, and use of big words that I may or may not have to look up sometimes after I hang out with her. And I'm just so thankful because I don't quite understand why she does this, but I kind of understand. But I'm just so thankful she's she's always unbelievably supportive of me, uh, even, you know, even doing my podcast, you know? Long story longer, she's a badass who makes me better, and I am lucky to know her. And uh, you guys, some of the podcasts are you know, they're fine. This one I am very proud of. Okay. It's a tangential conversation. It is all over the place, but with purpose, we talk about so many things. We talk about the evolution of her and her boyfriend's love story. We talk about cults, a drug called 2CB that I've never heard of, the possibility within relationships, friend crushes, how embarrassingly straight I am. We talk about politics, cronyism, feminism, the possibility that maybe we all make life more painful than it needs to be. We talk about communes, the meaning of life, vitamin B shots, real housewives of wherever, anti-aging clinics, west side versus east side, parents, divorce, hypochondria, the female gaze, polyamory, Craigslist casual encounters and misconnections, whole foods, manic pixie jerk girls, and she refers to me as a cultural critic, which was a uh, cool. Uh, we talk about the d- democratization of the internet, road trips with hot guys, heart-shaped period stains, ADD, modern distraction, the moment versus portraying the moment, Facetune, online persona versus real life, and so much more, if you can believe that. Uh, anyway, P.S., uh, I want to give you a heads up on something. During the show, uh, we recorded this a few weeks ago. Catherine was not able to reveal the name of some, uh, like a well-known person who was going to host her blog brunch. Yeah, blog brunch. Okay. These are things, these are things that happen. Okay. So she had this blogger brunch at a fancy restaurant that I like called Jelena in Venice. Unfortunately, I was not able to make it. I promised her I would go. I couldn't make it. I'm an asshole. She's so supportive of me. That's neither here nor there. How dare you? Anyway, so she was talking about this person who was going to host the brunch and take over the BB Dakota Instagram account, um, but she couldn't say his name. But now that it's already over, I can reveal that it was Polly Shore. Polly Shore. How random is that? I should have gone to the brunch. I couldn't make it. I really couldn't. If I could have, I would have been there. How dare you? <sighs> anyway, bonus side note, uh, during this conversation... I mentioned that I was too shy to post a photo of uh, my heart-shaped period stain. I know, I'm sorry, guys. I'm just, this is, it's getting raw. It's getting real. But I was, I, I was too shy to post this photo because, of course, I took a photo of it um, because it looked exactly like that weird emoji. Uh, you know what I'm talking about? That emoji of a red heart with a dot beneath it. But uh, since the podcast, I got over my fear and I posted it on my Instagram. So if you're interested, and I think you should be, go find the photo of my heart-shaped uh, period stain. It's, uh, it's on my Instagram, at Alexi Wasser. I think it's beautiful and uber chic slash New York. And if I were an artist, I swear to fucking God, if I were an artist and in the art community, uh, I would only use menstrual blood. I'm not even fucking around. I'm like, I'm for real. When you see this period stain I, I, I created, not even intending to, 
all right, an accidental piece of piece of art, you'll you'll be on my side. Anyway, okay, so here's my last thing I want to say. I know I've been going on for an eon. If you like my Love Alexi podcast and it makes you happy or laugh or learn stuff or feel less alone or whatever, please, I ask of you, um, will you subscribe on iTunes and leave a comment and rate the show? I know it seems like a super boring, unnecessary thing to do. I wouldn't want to do it. But you know what? The way I'm asking, I think it's like pretty nice and makes a lot of sense. So I probably would do it if I heard what I'm saying to you guys right now. Anyway, rating the show, subscribing on iTunes, and leaving a comment really helps the show grow so I can keep doing it. So, you know, do it. Uh, Let's be friends on all social media, Snapchat, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all that bullshit, at Alexi Wasser. It is not bullshit. It is the future, and uh, join me. Uh, Send emails to the show at dearlovealexi at gmail.com. You can leave a voicemail for me at area code 707-892-0440. And now I'm going to shut the fuck up so you can enjoy my conversation with my powerhouse badass friend, Catherine, a.k.a. Katie Brandis. Now entering Nerdist.com. Oh my god, hi. hello, are you rolling? Oh my god, you're amazing, how are you doing? Hi. Hello. I'm so happy to oh see god. you. Oh my god, oh shit, oh fuck, oh god, fuck. Oh my god, sit down over there. Oh yeah, I was like so ready for you to text me when you were downstairs, and then I would, would wake you up, but you came right up, you know why? No, I mean, I just like, I, I was like, in the Lexi You're a powerhouse. You know exactly what to do. Okay, we are rolling. Cool. We're, oh, wait. by the way, this is Aristotle. Aristotle, what a name. I know. Listen, I'm everybody says that. <laughs> oh, wait, you're sitting so there. Oh, you're there. sitting there. I know you want to get close oh, to me. I, I know. I, I, well, God, oh. God. Okay. Oh, man. I got later. Are you tired today? We got our headphones. We have, I know. Oh. I'm so excited. This is so official. This is like official. Do you have perfume? Oh, yeah, but it's a bit pedestrian. I mean, I like it, but it's like Oh, brown, no, I mean, it's, it's classic. Yeah. I'm just giving you this. This is okay? Giving you Tiny water, very cute, tiny mouth. Perfect. Oh my god, I've got questions prepared. This is so exciting. I I, um, had a radio show in college, so this is like this is like old hat. Yeah, it's it's, well, I'm a little rusty. Oh man, put your headphones on. Okay, cool. Be good. Oh my god. All right. Oh, we're here with Catherine. Okay. (laughs) This is so exciting. Why do we have to have the headphones on? Because like, can't we hear each other anyways? Aristotle? He says he says yes, we can. We don't need him. Oh. Well, I think it's real cool to have him because, like... I, I do like it. Yeah. It's official. Yeah. I, and then you can be like this. Sometimes I go like this one, but I really want to get intense. Okay. Um, is Mercury retrograde right now? Because oh, I, I feel crazy. Oh, I don't know. I don't know about things like that. I'm sorry. I don't I don't keep... Oh. God damn it. <sighs> I thought I was interviewing someone else. Um, oh, my God. Uh, I missed you, by the way. It's really I miss, weird. I miss you. I'm like, I'm like, I'm giddy right You're now. You're giddy? <laughs> this is a crazy thing. Okay, wait, hold on. Who are you? What Who do you do? I? I just want to like lay that before we start getting into like it gets crazy tangential because it's going to get super tangential. Okay. okay. Want to late? I will have already done. You know, you, there's the intro that art that's already happened. Okay. But just like t- if you were to go to a party, okay, right, and some bonehead bonehead LA person is like, "Hey, what do you do? What's your name? And what do you do? How do you describe yourself?" Well, I, w- I would lie to him and tell him like I'm I'm an editor at the Paris Review or something. <laughs> you would, you motherfucker! I can't believe it. Okay, let's say you like this person and you knew they're they're on to you and they're like a friend of your mom or, or your boyfriend or something. It would be so problematic if no, I did that geez. anyway. Um, so uh, yeah, no, I'll, I can do that. I can do that. Um, Action. So, Okay, so I'm... What's your name? Who are you? I'm, I'm Catherine Brandis, um, sometimes known as Katie. Um, I'm the founder of a brand called BB Dakota. Um, 
I met Alexi because I cast her in a film that uh, we were doing with a photographer that she'd worked with, Zoe Grossman. But I, I'd known, known about Alexi for years, actually. So. Oh, my God. I love that you're talking right to my audience. You're like, you know what? I came right upstairs, and I'm not even at this fictitious party. Alexi sent me in. Oh, my God. I can't believe it. My phone. My phone. <laughs> you're getting text? I'm getting text because I thought you were going to text me when you're downstairs. So that's why I turned it on. Oh, my it's goodness. All you- oh, my okay, God. I'm glad, I'm glad you're turning it over. That's I'm going to do the same. Turning it over. Yeah, let's do that. Don't want to be distracted. No, no distraction. Sweating profusely. Um, no. So dewy, 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 glowy and dewy, nubile and youthful. Yes. Um, so, okay. Yeah. So contemporary women's wear brand, BB Dakota, founded in 2009. Whoa. Um, yeah. Been doing it for now seven years. Seven years. And yeah. you went to Princeton. I did. Right? You were I a did. smart powerhouse of a woman. I did. I, I am lucky to know. Uh, no, I'm lucky to know you. Oh my, we're going to get into all that. We're going to get okay. into all that in a second. So yeah, so we, so we, oh well, yeah. So, okay. So. Went to Princeton. Um, I was a English major, like finance uh, minor. They call it a certificate there though. Um, and uh, yeah, I graduated in 08, which was like kind of a terrifying time to graduate um how come re- like just recessionary times oh, i was yes, like and like okay I, I was gonna go into publishing i was like i'm a writer that's what i'm gonna do and then i was like like that possibility was like kind of peeling away and like yeah. in the moment and so i'm like okay let's do something real like a product like something that that you can you can sell to people and that 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 is clothing clothing is one of those things it's yeah. timeless people need it for some reason they don't want to go nude oh god <laughs> So we're in these post-lapsarian times, like Eden happened, you know, and like here we are. What? Holy shit! Post what time? Lapsarian. That's a great word. Pre-lapsarian times is before. um, Learning new stuff. Eve left the garden. Oh my god! This is incredible. Okay, post-lapsarian. Um. Then you went to Parsons. Yes. Yeah. What happened to Parsons? I went to Parsons and drugs. Um. Lots of drugs. Alcohol. Um. Lots experimenting yes quail- okay. quaaludes vintage drugs really yeah oh wow um and yeah and i worked for a spell at diane von furstenberg um and then bb dakota and did your mom own bb dakota we or own it together you own it together we're, but how did this happen fi- we're 50 50 at this point well so she had we had a family manufacturing company that was just like a leather goods like manufacturing company it's been around for generations um and basically uh it was just that that's what it was it put out leather goods it was a factory it was like it was like an old like sort of like multi-generational leather goods company and we basically took that and took our infrastructure our verticalness like you know having a factory having all of these things and verticalness um <laughs> what does that even mean verticalness like, means that ability to have be well, yeah, doing when, stuff when you're vertical like as a company like a, an, an example of a vertical company is like american apparel where, where they have all their own production or like zara where you can just really oh. control your production like you have your own factories because you have all aspects of your production in-house it's not like you're outsourcing to factories in china blah blah, oh. blah. um you have you have everything you need like within your own company. Oh wow! Um, so we had all we had that like we had that 
And so we took that and we put a brand in front of it. And that's that's where I came in. We did that together in 2009. You made it hip. You made it. We made it something for the consumer rather than just like, you know, putting other people's brands on things that we pr- manufactured. We were basically a manufacturing company before oh, wow. that. Wow. All right. And where's your dad in all of this? My dad's, um, my dad's like kind of out of the picture. Um, he's, uh, Is he still alive? He's alive. He's a living man. He's um, a living man. Oh, no, but where? He's, he's a lovely man. He's a lovely I don't think either. I mean, like. I hate him. I hate him. <laughs> okay, if I say it, I've never met him, but I'm getting a vibe. Okay, no. Um, no, he's, he's, well, basically, so what happened is, like, um, my parents, my, ter- my parents separated in 2008, so that was the other reason, like, I, I, um, I'd been living in New York, and I was like, oh my god, I have to come back and deal with my familial strife here, and so that, like, my, but yeah, so my parents, my, my parents don't speak um i didn't speak to my dad for two years i think we have something like that in common oh my god yeah i mean like uh, yeah i I don't like i don't get along with my dad my dad's like a little bit of a narcissist so is my dad and i go through bits where i have spells where i don't speak to him like for years at a time and then like all of a sudden he calls me from like the hospital and he's like i'm I'm, I'm gonna kick man i'm gonna kick and i'm like because he's like in his 80s oh god that's so stressful and i'm like oh my god i love you i'm so sorry daddy and then like and then he gets better and then he's like just total just goes back to being a dick it's like the seduce and betray kind of relationship which right. is whatever anyway but uh, yeah 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 no it's 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 yeah it's sort of it's it's very similar yeah. um and that's why we're so neat that's why we're so interesting and we have a we've darkness it, but it then builds we, character i think it really sure. does yeah um okay. i was kind of like an i had like a, a like a childhood that had i had zero troubles as a child like my childhood was very unproblematic like nothing really nothing, nothing happened until like everything went kind of awry like Everything went awry in around 2000, 2007, 2008 for my family. So it was like all of a sudden it was like big impact problems. But before that, I, I, it was like, you know, just a very easy. No one died. No Every, one died. Everyone was around. People are I always mean, dying, actually. My parents were always fighting, though, when I was a kid, though. And I, did, I thought it was just like it was fine. My dad would tell me, he's like, he would text me, like, I'd be in call, I'd be at, at, uh, I'd be at Princeton and I'd get a text from my dad. My dad was kind of bad at texting. But but and he would so he'd shorten words and like so he would write things like in like shorthand, uh, hey Kate, I'm gonna G N A, divorce D V R C E Y R mother. Oh no! <laughs> I'm just like oh my god! It's always like but like then he wouldn't do it and then the next time I saw them they were holding hands and giggling so it seemed fine and uh, why did they get a divorce? Um, he he had a weird so he's like. He he would always talk. So like he's always um, kind of like he got really into Buddhism, and then he gave away all of his things. This is like two thousand six, two thousand seven. Like you and your mom. <laughs> he was like, "We're done." Yeah, I'm like, sorry. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I've been funny. Okay, give on. Take away the shit. Yeah, no, it's it's actually true because like the thing about my the really weird thing about my dad is like he's kind of like this amazing amazing sociopath. Like in a way, I really respect it. But like I never knew anyone that my dad knew before ten years. Like like. No one from his past was in our our life. Like I didn't know any family of his. Like he had no friends from more than you know before I was born. Yeah. Like like nothing. And I thought it was really bizarre. And now I realize that he's just someone who he's 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 really incredible at reinventing himself. So he can kind of walk away from everything and start anew. And he did it several times. He moved to Argentina in the seventies. Oh and wow! He's been married. 
five, six times Five now. or six times? Five or six, yeah. Wait, wait, which number is your mom? My mom was four or five. Number four or I five? I think she was five. Yeah, so she, he's on six. Oh, my God. It's like, uh, what's the Houston dad, Angelica Houston's father? Have you read oh, any yeah. of her books? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I haven't read any of her books, but I, I know the, oh, I know so the deets. Yeah. You know the deets. The basic deets. Um, are you sleepy, by the way? Do I look sleepy? No, I'm sleepy. Oh. Not because you're so boring, but we'll <laughs> find out if you are later by the like, hour and a half into okay. this pocket. You're not at all, but I feel like Mercury is in retrograde. I know you don't give a fuck about that, but I also feel like the windstorm, there's like a weird wind. There storm. is a weird windstorm. What is up with that? And I feel like it's affecting me. And, it is. Uh, it's spooky, too. It's spooky. And I feel like your voice is It's either sounding real sultry this early in the... Uh, Oh, it's like noon. It's like twelve thirty. <laughs> this early, but uh, I think I affect a lower register voice. I think my voice is actually like two octaves higher. Really? <laughs> but now you're like broadcasting. So you're like hello. No, no, not yeah. even no. Like just for all of my life, because like you know, I'm I'm an I I I am I'm in an executive role, and I have to seem like I oh. you know know what I'm doing, and like I there, like there's this like sort of <laughs> bedside manner with being a manager where you're like everything's gonna be fine, you know. And so yeah. it's like it's but better really, with a lower voice. But really, you're like wee! <laughs> oh my god, let's go get a drink. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, wait, so, your da- so your mom was like four or five yeah. um, wives in yeah, with yeah. your dad. And uh, and so you don't, you're not talking to your dad right now. Oh, no, I talk None to him. None of my business, I, but No, no, it's, tell me. it's, it's, um, I do talk to him now, but like, you know, we're on like, he's just a really extreme guy. Like, I see some of my like more extreme qualities in him. Like, we're both like really obsessive people. Like, I'm trying to think, like, so like he went really hard on like the Buddhist thing and then he started like... Like, he would spend, like, six weeks at a time, like, on ashrams in India and, like, just being real weird. But it was, like, before that, it was, like, he got really into finding, like, the perfect jam for, like, like he would have, like, toast and jam. And oh, like, really morning. jam? Like, jam. And so, like, I remember I went to college and he's, like, oh, I'm really into this current jam. And he, like, made me it on toast. I'm, like, oh, yeah, it's really good. And I came back at, for, like, a spring break or something and the fridge only had jams in it. Like, everything else was gone. There was, like, a hundred jams. And he'd, like, collected all these different artisanal jams. This is before anyone was talking about artisanal products. This is, like, oh, man. 2003 or something. Like, it was, like... Anyways, so, like, <laughs> he's, he's, like, a, he's kind of a lunatic. And I have that same, like, sort of, like, obsessive quality as he does. So it's, like, I look at him, like, I hope I don't... Abandon all my friends and loved ones soon, but I, I, I'm not a narcissist. I don't. I don't think. Are I mean, we like, all narcissists? Are we kind all, of? Yeah, I yeah mean, like, a little I, bit. I mean, are you I'm, on Snapchat? What, I'm not on Snapchat well, yet, but like, I, 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 you're not a narcissist as much as. I know I am. I'm I, I'm in love with Snapchat. I'm like a I'm an admirer from afar. Yeah. Like um we're doing like we're trying to like be really wacky with our with our brand be- Snapchat content. Ooh. Um so like how like- um. Well, like, there's someone we're, we're, like, we're, like, just in contract with this, like, I, I'll tell you after the show, okay. but it's, like, really the funniest person to ever run our Snapchat. It's like, like Pee Wee Herman is running BB Dakota's Snapchat? Sim- sim- similar. Can That'd I, can be I, amazing. Can, can I just, like, like, whisper? Oh, you want to write it down? Yeah, I'll write, I'll write it down. Because oh my it's, God. Like, so funny. Oh, wow, old so school funny. writing. Oh, wait, God. And then I love it. I'm just going to talk to the audience while, you, while you guys are listening out there while Catherine is writing down... Uh, this thing. He's contractually obligated to wear a dress. Oh my goodness. 
Wait, so he's <laughs> running your Snapchat? Yeah. Is it already happening now? Not yet. No, when is it launched? Um, it's like, so we are ironing really- out contract details right now, but he's totally down. He's on Raya, the dating app. Oh, really? Yeah, I saw him on there. That's so, he's at Stella all the time. He is? Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, if you guys are looking for him, uh, we can't tell you who, but if you're looking, you'll know who we're talking about he's when you see Stella him. He's at Stella all the time, but that's why I was like, I bet he's not busy. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, I got to go to Stella, even though I'm dating someone, but I'll tell you about that in oh a second. Oh, my God, I want to hear I'll tell you about that in a moment. But okay. wait, how does your dad make money? Um, he He's like a real estate developer. He's what? He yeah. He um jam swindling. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You know whatever. He's like he's always had like questionable dealings. Like he's always like oh my doing God. like bizarre dealings with like the mayor of like little known cities and stuff. I don't know. He's he's a weird guy. Like he's like what is he? He's date? got a big secret life, um, which is kind of cool in a way. Like, but um, who's he dating? Sorry, what? Who's he dating now? Who's my dad dating? Yeah. My dad is married. Oh, God. This is such a, this is such All a right, terrible we'll, we'll story. We'll get into this, and we'll get right out of it. Okay, and then we'll so. we'll get into other stuff. So, like, he's he's married. He kind of quick turnaround his, like. He, to number six. To number six. Your mom can't be number five. Um, or she is, and then there's number six. Keep going. Then number six is, <laughs> the, we, were, we were selling, we had a, that my parents had this home uh, that they were selling. And um, he took up with the. It's very. Or, I'm from Orange County. Very Orange County. You're story. from Orange County. Uh, yeah, you, you know you're the least Orange County person I ever met. No disrespect to I'm Orange tra- County. I'm traumatized from you. Being you wear all black. You're so New York. You've got like this. You're a brunette. You're very sexy. You're so smart. Oh, that's. Oh my god. I, I just think of lavishing in compliments. It's, it's so true. Nice. Um, it could get better. I could give you more intense these compliments, but uh, I can't wait to give you compliments later in the show once uh, we stop talking about we me. We will get there. Oh my god. Yeah, but you're like a sultry like uh, you know, and, and I, a real house. I do you watch any of the real housewives shows? Um You're better than that. Um, I don't, but I'm like I'm like aware enough of what like which one? I just imagine like Real Houses of Orange County just a bunch of blonde uh, oh god, boneheads yeah, so holding bad. oranges. You I know. know? I know. That's I mean, not you. No, it was, I thank God. Yeah. Um, <laughs> thank God. I'm here to tell you. It was so um, weird because like yeah, I had all these um like my my middle school group of friends, like they're all Blonde. They, all, they all have babies now. They're all single home real estate agents. Um oh. like I see I, I see their like the way I like inter act with like Orange County people at this point is like everyone becomes a real estate agent there and like you see their faces on those pics that you put in front of houses yeah. like for sale signs and it's like oh that's my friend Stephanie from 7th grade oh you know? it's my like, god does she look 50? um she it's not, it's not, she's not doing great yeah it's like do you, have, do you have any it's none of my business by the way you don't have to answer a goddamn thing oh no I'm gonna, answer I'll answer everything anything and if you want me to edit anything out no. I'd rather not okay. but uh <laughs> no, okay well <laughs> And okay, and he, I don't really care. He does the editing. I, I think I like. I was gonna maybe let my parents listen to this, but now I'm not because oh, of parent, God. parent stuff. But other than that, yeah, maybe we should, we'll do uh, an edited version for the parents. <laughs> yeah, not anyway. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, so what do you do? You get any injections? Do you uh, do no. anything? No. Botox? No. In uh, wrestling? No. Juvederm? Oh no! Oh my God! I forgot to bring it. I was gonna bring. Um, You're gonna do gonna, injections on my face? No, I was gonna bring you a vitamin B12 shot because I I learned how to inject them yesterday. That's exactly what I don't want you to do ever. I'm so glad. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds terrifying to be podcasting and then it, actually that would make a really good podcast I wish you did well I think it's like more visual but like yeah it, in my butt I, you can do it on your side and your butt yeah your butt is probably best because you probably then you won't be seeing it you know it's like yeah. better not to be watching someone inject you with something that sounds great actually but like honestly it's so good I just took it yesterday I just went to my doctor yesterday he he sends me home with like 20 needles and this like vitamin B12 and like I'm giving it to all of my empl- I'm injecting all of my. You are. We're, yeah, we're oh, my company. My... It's like probably a huge HR problem. Uh, are you happy? 
I'm so happy. Because when I saw you last, you were, none of my business again. No, go ahead. But you were like, oh, yeah, you're, something was going on and you were trying to figure out something with supplements, right? And like something, oh, like, yeah. balance, something oh, yeah. was imbalanced. Oh, yeah. Because like that's like I – so not mercury retrograde, but like mercury like poisoning. fish. I have okay. mercury poisoning. <laughs> <laughs> the yeah. other – Oh, you had mercury poisoning. Yeah. I was told I had mercury poisoning, but like I'd been going to all these like doctors and I don't know, like – being someone who go like be, there are these doctors that aren't really like real doctors they're in not, a way they're, they're like kind of charlatan you know they're like the Beverly Hills kind of like charlatan doctors and they like I'm, I like I was going to like an anti aging clinic but he's supposed to be my GP and you know I sit on like a nice sort of chaise lounge across from him and he calls me client not pa- patient you know really <laughs> yeah, I was like really weird oh my god wait were you getting injected with like human growth hormone or no, HGH no 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 nothing like that he did um. The best thing that he did was he, I, I got injected with this like vitamin C, the saline bag of vitamin C. Yeah. Uh, like it's anyways and Catherine is pointing to her arm. Yeah, so I got injected in a, <laughs> yeah, in, a, in, a vein. in a vein. Um, and he sat me on this nice kind of like there's there's this like spa room. He sat me on the spa chair with like a saline pack next to me. This is getting a bit real Housewives of Orange County, actually. <laughs> put, put like put the lighting on low and put some like jazz on, and I'm like, this is like this is such what ambiance. Like, oh this my is like, God. doctors, on. it's like a club. It felt like like the <gasps> standard like pool or something. It was so weird. I was like, the, anyway, so I started going to him, and I think people who go to him, other than me, like you know, they don't have jobs. Like they're they're just. Their job is like they're not anti-aging. They just strategy. don't want to age. They don't want to age. They're married and to so hot like, babes. And so like and so he's like, okay, can you come back tomorrow? Same time. I'm like, well, do you have like a, you know, a 7 a.m. appointment or something? He's like, no. Oh, no. go get her. What time do you wake up in the morning? Um, I wake up at like six. You do? Five thirty-six. Yeah. We had Sophia Amoruso on here, and I did a shout out to the losers out there. If they want to be winners, <laughs> get up earlier. Yeah, C- CEOs are supposed to like all wake up early. They all, I mean, like I wake I'm up late, late for I wake up late for a, a C-suite person. Like most people, in like what would you say a C-suite? person yeah sorry what like the hell a, is that like, you're related to the podcast i don't know i don't want to be a c-suite person what the fuck does that mean c-suite you say i was late to like a, the podcast it's like, like a third tier uh wait what no it's like ceo cfo cto oh so what's the point you said you wake up late for c-tier people yeah because like they are they're all they all wake up at 4 a.m apparently they wake up at 4 a.m yeah when does sophia wake up she wakes up probably at like 4 a.m i mean this isn't about her it's about you actually okay. i didn't even mean to talk about her no but she said she woke up at 6 a.m okay that's yeah that's like a very but she's doing emails on the treadmill maybe okay or on the elliptical right 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 okay yeah, you gotta you gotta do two things at once. You can't do one. It's thing called yeah, at multitasking. Yeah. Listen, we're multi hyphenate multitaskers. Yeah, not me. I just hula hoop sometimes. <laughs> I don't exercise. Do you exercise? Um, I do. Yeah, I do. What do you do? Um, so like I've been going to pop physique. Okay, we're we're we gotta get back to what you're talking about injections, but we're gonna talk about pop physique for a second. Yeah, no. you go to pop physique. Why didn't you invite me? Um, I would like the, to go because it's the one in Highland Park. You, would you Ugh, come over there? Gross. What are you doing over there? That's you where live, I live there? there. Oh my god! Yeah. What happened to you? I know. I you're know. You're so ho. You're a West Side person. Wait, you think I'm a West Side person? I think you are. Really? I never. I never go um this side of Highland. <laughs> Is like, this a big deal that you're a, a upstairs in Meltdown? You're like in West Hollywood. Yeah. No, it's wild. I feel like a tourist. It's I'm just being sassy. I'm if I seem sarcastic or intense, it's because no, I'm no, trying no. to like no, be worry. revved up and can, entertain the I audience. Can take it. I okay. Can take it. <laughs> but uh well I just started dating a very West Side person. Actually he's from Miami. Okay. But he just moved here. 
He's very West Side. And then I always get mistaken. Oh, God, I hope this story has a point. I always get mistaken for living in Los Feliz or Silver Lake because I have bangs and like mm-hmm. the way I dress mm-hmm. or whatever. Yeah, totally. I get it. But I live by Erewhon. Fuck, I hope I don't get murdered for saying that. Whatever. Nobody wants to murder me. But um, Do you go to Erewhon a lot? Uh, I don't because it's like so expensive and annoying. Mm-hmm. And I feel yeah. like the people who work there can't stand the, the clientele. So they immediately get mad at me because I'm just there oh, shopping. You, you like, loiter? I, no, I don't loiter. I'm just saying because the clientele, they're, everybody's so uh, entitled. Right. I feel like me just going in there to shop is lumped into the uh, entitled clientele thing. Right. So th- I, then I try to do my people pleasing way more where I'm like, come on. Anyway, whatever. It's just, it's a lot. I go to Whole Foods. I go to Trader Joe's. Anyway, my point is. You think you have a people pleasing problem? You're like the most charming, like charismatic person I know. What are you I don't think about? that's true. Well, that's probably that a people pleasing thing. But it might take a lot out of you. It's exhausting to be a people pleaser. I'm a people pleaser too. I understand. I think it's a great way to be. I it is like a great way to be. Not enough people are, as long as we're not in pain from it, I feel like more people should be people pleasers. Do you think you're an extrovert? Uh, I think I'm an introvert. I'm an introvert extrovert because like we're going to be, we, we do this today, we do this and like, you know, I'll go run errands and I'll be with people and then I'll get so exhausted and feel so like, <gasps> this is too much for me and then I'll go home and just be a recluse. I just have to be alone. Yeah. yeah. Like it's just like, I can't be near people. Yeah. But no, I totally get that. Are you like I'm, that? I'm, I'm, I'm 100% the same. That's exactly, you just yeah, explained it's, me it's, to a T. It's exhausting. It is exhausting. I love people, but I'm an only child. Yeah. Are you an only child? I'm kind of an only child because I have three half sisters and a half brother, but they were so much Fuck older. Fuck those people. Yeah. They don't count. <laughs> yeah, Who are these people? Non-people. I mean, once an evangelical Christian, I have a really, really weird family. Really? Yeah. yeah. God, how do we bounce back and like actually God, have know. a through line? Like, okay, back to wait. Injections. Oh my God, yeah. Back to injections. What were we talking about? Oh, West Side people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, wait. Go tell me about this boy. He told me he was like, he was like, you're a West Side person. Just face it. And I was like, you know what? I don't know if it's because I like you, and you're telling me this that I want to agree with you. But yeah, I'm a West Side person. Like, it made me feel fancy. Like, yeah. I don't know what the point of any of this. What was. does it? What does it mean to be a West Side person? Would you say? <sighs> like, not alternative. That's for sure. Oh. <laughs> I know it's funny. Yeah, I don't know because a lot of hipsters are living in Venice now. It's like Venice is like yeah. the new oh, Silver Lake. True. So because it's that's, like I'm that's totally... actually the West. Because West Hollywood isn't really considered the West Side. This it's is like, just like mid city. Like it's not the West Side. The West yeah. Side is Venice and Santa Monica, right? I hope people who are listening in New Zealand know what we're talking about. <laughs> I, pe- I hope people who are listening in, uh, you know, how big is your New Zealand demographic? <laughs> Four. <laughs> A family. <laughs> a bunch of really tight friends. <laughs> Hang out. They listen weekly. Oh, wait. Okay, let's get back to the thing. I, I'm going to listen back to this podcast and go, oh, fuck. There was the three line. You're so sleepy and cloudy headed. You didn't get to, you didn't make your point. You seem great. I, that's true. You're right. Thank you. Stop it. You're a total wit. Come on. This I, I said, uh, get off my dick to somebody one time. <laughs> Like they're they're like coming. I don't know why I'm telling you this, but I was gonna make a joke and be like, "Get off my dick!" But then I was so embarrassed that I said that one time. I don't know why I said that. Wait, do you think it just wasn't like a thing that you said? You were just trying no, it's it out not, for the some, first time. As a girl was hitting on me. Oh, I think you know this girl. I was like, I'm done with men. I can't stand dating men anymore. They're they're horrible. She's like, I, she's like, I hate men. Wait, write it down. Who? Oh, she's like, I hate men too. And then she came on really strong. And oh, she kept yeah. trying to, you know, you see, the yeah, thing. yeah, totally. yeah. And she came on so strong, like worse than any fucking leering weird guys ever come on to me. Mm-hmm. That I like was at a party and I just shouted, "Get off my dick!" <laughs> and then everybody, everybody looked at me. They're like, "Get off my dick!" Oh, did Alexa just say, "Get off my dick"? Oh, oh my get god. off my dick! I'm like, oh, oh my you? god, it was like heard around the world. That's so funny. But if you were at this place. You're at like the uh, the the medicine spa, right, or whatever mm. this place is. Oh yeah, and exactly. you're getting injections. So he loads you up. You have mercury poisoning. Yeah, you've met this uh, false practitioner of sorts. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, he's he's putting a big bag of stuff in your veins, <laughs> playing smooth tunes, <laughs> playing smooth tunes. Um, and then they're trying to like get you like addicted, where they're like, uh, "Can you be in tomorrow, seven a.m.?" Yeah. yeah, no, they couldn't even do seven a.m. So the thing is, they're like, "We our office is open from like ten a.m. to like four p.m." And I'm like, "Well, dude, like I I have like a." a thing I've got to do during those hours, like, can you just do any other time for me? Like, anything. I'll come any other time. I just can't do this. Anyway, so he, he put me on the schedule of appointments where I was supposed to be, like, coming in twice a week for all these different things. Anyways, I abandoned it entirely. Yeah. Um, I ended up having to carry around this... Like, I was on so many supplements and pills that I would carry around one of those, like, <laughs> oh, no. pill organizers. Oh, yeah. the Monday, Monday through Friday, yeah, yeah whatever. Yeah. And so I would, like, carry it around, and I just realized it looked like a clutch because, like, I'd carry it around. I, I, like, stopped. I put started putting, like, my credit cards in my pot back pocket and only carrying around this, like, pill thing. <laughs> a pill clutch. Don't they sell those at Urban Outfitters? Do they? They should. I just got mine on Amazon. You really did? Boring, really, like, I think they're basic. very fashionable. They're, they're like, cool. retro. Yeah, mine was like like primary colors. It kind of looked like a Mondrian. Like yeah, it was, it was God. Oh my God. <laughs> I get the reference. Yeah, thank you, Artie. <laughs> oh my God. So, so did the New Zealanders. Maybe I am East Side. <laughs> so are the New Zealanders. Um. So yeah, you abandoned it, but you got over your mercury poisoning. Yeah, I, I abandoned it. I wrote him like a nasty long email that was like really unnecessary, and then I had to talk to my shrink about that. I'm like, why did I have to write that like really really long like why you know, did 2000 you? word email? Like I don't know. It's like I just I guess I felt like. I felt like um, I'm usually I'm usually a, a very strong I'm like I'm a I'm, I'm almost a cynic I'm like borderline cynic um, I, I I don't I'm a distrustful person like guilty till proven innocent with like any kind of like medical stuff but like I was like kind of recommended this doctor and I'm like okay whatever I'm just going to like I'm just going to be a zealot I'm just going to be a believer I'm just going to just do all this weird stuff and then I got kind of like I became kind of like a hypochondriac because he's like you have this problem like you have this problem this tiny rare problem and like this you know all this stuff and all of a sudden I'm just like thinking about my health all the time and I'm like and I'm like this is how it ends this is how I go crazy like I I'm taking all these pills they're making me nauseous um I I don't even feel a problem this whole mercury poisoning thing I don't even feel a problem there's no I feel fine yeah um you know so it's like I'm creating this fake problem this is what people who don't have real problems do I guess god I feel like an asshole it was just this like yeah never-ending like a building of a snowball um yeah so, so you, you ended it with him. So I ended it with him, but I ended it like a like a bad relationship. Yeah. Like fuck you. Like this is like I can't believe that like you know like I'm too busy for this. Like I can't do all this stuff. Like I t- I've taken my eye off the ball because I'm taking so many pills. Like, anyways, it was it was it was much worse than that. But I feel like that's what I, I used to go to an endocrinologist in LA, and I, that's like a person who specialized in your thyroid because right. I I don't have a thyroid anymore because I had thyroid cancer when I was like 22. So they removed it. Oh my god! Like, oh, it's one. It's, it's like that. And uh, but I would go to this woman, and she was, she was an endocrinologist, a specialist for thyroids. Yeah. But she also had all this other kind of like like anti aging things in the office in Beverly Hills, and just like she's like, oh, you got to take this and take this, and she like gave me these weird pills that I think were like amphetamine pills, and like Whoa. for losing weight, and just like all the, and just really they prey upon your insecurities to be like, oh, you got this, like you don't know you have it, but you have to be doing this. So you're like, oh my god, right. If I have to be doing, thank God you told me. I better do it. So it's such a scary thing because they get you and they make you become vulnerable. Yeah. Right? And then you're like, I have to do this. And then, yeah, it's completely fucked up. That happens all the time in Los yeah. Angeles, I feel like. Totally. But are you are you on antidepressants? Again, none of my business. Um, I'm not on antidepressants. You I seem s- very happy. Thank you. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, I just took this vitamin B12 shot yesterday and it's like this new kind that's better or whatever. Why? <laughs> 
Oh, who gave you that? So I went back to that doctor after like Are 10 months. Are you kidding yeah. me? Wait a minute. I was, I was just siding with you being like, thank God you got away from that charlatan. Right. And now you're like, no, no, we're back. We actually got back together. Well, we're be- moving in. Well, because like I, I tried to go to another doctor and get like, because I really did like the vitamin Ow. B12. Are you okay? Oh my God. I needed that. Okay. I just put my head on the table and I bashed I mean, like, it seemed like it was from so, you were like an inch away before you really like, like met with serious yeah. impact on that table and it was paper between we're fine okay 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 so you Um, went back to this guy and now he's giving you well because like i tried to go to another doctor i'm like look give me a little bottle of vitamin 12 i want all like the little syringes it's so fun to do that at home um and the other doctor was like what the hell are you talking about i I would never do that i'm like why not i just want the little bottle at home i want it in my fridge i want to be able to do i want to be able to give my boyfriend injections when i feel like it and myself and like Co-workers or whatever. Have like, you injected him in the privates? No. I yeah, right. Have you? No. One no, time. No. We. No. I bet you have. No. Never. You're funny and dark <laughs> and cool, and I feel like you'd be like one night you guys oh, are no, like I, on some no, weird drug. No, I wish I had because like you've 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 made it seem like it's the funny dark cool thing to do. <laughs> Don't do it. Ew. Can you imagine? No, yeah. How painful would that be like to inject a guy? Where would you inject it in his? In his, in his urethra. Is that where you do it? I don't know. That sounds terrible. I wouldn't well, do that to him. He wouldn't so, like it. We got to talk about your boyfriend. Okay. Who is this boyfriend? Who is this guy <laughs> that I got annoyed with one time at Cantor's because he was like, there is no such thing as a female gaze or why, need, why oh, do we yeah. need to talk about that? And I was like, what? Right? Remember Did that? Did you say that? That no, rascal. I'm, I'm probably like making it way worse than it, than it was. But I just remember like that sparked my uh, interest in like asking other women like, what do you think the female gaze is? Right. Because he was like... Uh, yeah, I remember, what did he say that night? We're all canners together. I don't remember what he said. I wasn't even listening to him, which Good. is very female gazy of me. It's oh, like, it was about, what were you thinking about? I, just you. Just and, me. Yeah, I was having the female gaze conversation. Oh my with god. You. Oh, another thing before we get to the female gaze, male gaze, blah blah blah, yakety schmackety stuff. I asked Catherine. I was like, "What should we talk about?" And like yesterday, like texted her, and, and uh, I've never had somebody suggest better questions and, and like topics. But then I realized I didn't get right back to you because I was on a date last night. So oh, no I'm problem. sorry. I, don't, I, I so, assumed you were busy. I mean, it, like, it's just like a vulnerable thing. You like text me all these chunky texts and then I just like don't respond until oh, today. I, so I yeah. don't want you to. I'm sorry about that. Um, okay. So uh, you want to you want to unpack the female gaze a little. Mm-hmm. All right. So that's what we're about to do. Uh, you want to talk about polyamory. Mm-hmm. Uh, if it's possible for normal people. Those people are like, what do you mean? We're normal. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but they're not. Uh, let's see. Um, oh, like. Can you have two boyfriends? How would that work? Or like one boyfriend and one girlfriend? Uh, Craigslist casual encounters. Oh my god, I love that. I section. love. Yeah, me too. Oh my god, I've got to check misconnections more because that's what I usually check. Like I'll be at Target and I'll like. Oh, make you've sure. gotten a misconnection, haven't you? I've gotten a few misconnections. I bet you have. Oh, but that's because I had a blog and and a podcast know, for, and I would be like, oh, I'm always checking the misconnections. It'd be so cool to be mentioned. Then like people would hear that and then mention me, so right. it'd be unfair. One time I was in a peppermint patty commercial and I saw somebody write to the peppermint patty girl and I wrote back and they were like, oh, not you, the other peppermint patty what? girl. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God. So rude. How uh, many pe- peppermint patty girls are there? I think there were like two. I-, I couldn't believe it. But um, oh, yeah, but I will like go to Whole Foods or I'll go to Target and I'll just like meander and I'll like pose and, and like look down and then lo- <laughs> look up and like just try to like, be, like I have big eyes, look my eyes or something <laughs> and then just like hold the gaze and then look away and. And then I just go home and like check Craigslist misconnections, and, it's and it just, works like never, two, never two works. out of ten times. Only no. worked twice, and one time wasn't me, but it got real close. Or it'll be like, f- girl, five eleven, dark hair, bangs, was wearing, you know, whatever I was wearing. But then it's like Asian, and I'll be like, oh, so close, like, oh, oh. My God. <laughs> damn, oh, damn it. Okay, what else? Okay, and then um, 
Uh, oh, and friend crushes, like really intense friend crushes. All right. Well, let's talk about the female gaze first. Sure. So what are your thoughts? What is the female gaze? Because we were like, what did your boyfriend say? You don't remember. But he was talking about how there's the male gaze. And we were going, what would the female, the yeah. counter to the male gaze be? What would the female gaze be? Which is actually started to, it's being explored immediately after having that conversation. I feel like, well, maybe like months later, all of a sudden my Instagram Instagram feed, I'm seeing like yeah. female gaze. It's like, oh, wow. It's just in the ether. It's really in the ether. But your boyfriend was like, there is no female gaze. Or why do, why do you have to counter the male gaze? And I was like... Cause, cause we want to. What do you mean? Yeah. There is, there's a difference. Yeah, and I think like I, I've been thinking about it a lot, or not a lot, a lot, but like a little. Um, okay. And- <laughs> <laughs> well, because like that, that makes it seem like I don't have something really profound, profound. to say. But, we'll get there. Yeah. Um, well, so I guess the things that are going on right now that like make it more in the ether are that you know I think that there is like the like sort of. Lena Dunham trajectory of like you know girls spawned so many uh, things that are like shows that are similar that are trying to be girls Broad or just City Broad City all these things and there's like this kind of um, manic pixie jerk girl archetype Ugh, that's like I hate that phrase so much yeah I don't even know what it means yeah well it's like you know there's the manic pixie dream girl like the Natalie Portman and Garden State God um that came about like whatever ten years ago now, and then there's like this new type, the the Alana Glazer, the girl from You're the Worst, like the Leslie Arfin show, Love, like all like it's like this new this girl who's kind of an asshole, I guess, which is kind of manic pixie jerk girl. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Oh wow, I haven't even seen that hashtag yet. Yeah, what the fuck? I, yeah, yeah. No, I don't even know like how coined it is, but it's like it's a little it's a little out there. You heard it here first. Yeah. All right, keep going. Um, so there's nothing going on, and then it's like I, you know, I think that the there's the Lena Dunham trajectory. It's like sort of hege- like hegemonic in pop culture, and then it's like I think that. Some in some way led to the possibility of, of transparent. Um, I know that I know that Jill Solly was kind of inspired by Lena Dunham. I just read that in a New Yorker article, so I'm not speaking out of I don't know. Like, I like it's, it. It's, no, it's, this is great. Um, and and I I guess what the what I what I'm sort of I think you know I think it's it's still evolving is the thing. It's still evolving into a, into a thing because of the way it's like so zeitgeisty and it's out there and it's being used as hashtags. So it's like I think that when we look back on this moment historically, we can say more clearly what it will have become. But it's it's in this like state of evolution right now. But I think it's like there's some there's um, I think there was a quote from Jill Soloway about how she films how she, how she directs uh, Transparent where. She kind of allows inspiration to flourish. She creates the conditions for inspiration to flourish, and then she allows things to happen um, on set, like magic to happen, rather than like I, the male gaze is really about like subsuming the ego of the male auteur, so that whatever happens on screen is exactly what he intended. And also, there's that like sort of voyeuristic male gaze, like sexualizing of the woman, whereas with with sort of transparent and and girls to a certain extent there's this allowing the conditions of inspiration to flourish so that there's this there's a little bit more of a there's a widening of possibility of what happens and so it becomes so the so the director the auteur the viewer it becomes more documentary than like really really intentionally like what what 
the director wanted to happen within a very narrow um, lens. Lens view. Let me step. Like, let me step back from that for a second. I, I actually. Why do, why do you? What, what do you think? I mean, there's that aspect of it. Also, I feel like the baby steps into the whole, you know, female gaze. I mean, I don't even know if this falls under the category female gaze, but I think when initially when girls came out and Lena Dunham was naked in her show and there was mm-hmm. like such a backlash. Right. Like, oh my God, I can't believe, put your clothes, oh, you're having enough, you're having sex with that really handsome guy in that episode? Like right. that would never happen. Oh my God, I can't believe she's showing her body. The fact that there was such a backlash was such an, that was the statement, that was right. the, the main takeaway because, exactly. oh, why are you, rea- oh, because oh because we're only supposed to see a certain type of woman. And a certain type of sexuality. In a certain type of light. Yeah. Like a beautiful statuesque, whatever, skinny, whatever. Right. Uh, and uh, that's really true. And it, that was like so sickening. And like the fact that so many people couldn't see it. I would even see, hear women. Like I think I love Joan Rivers, you know, like uh, yeah. may she rest in peace. But uh, she's great. But I remember her being on Howard Stern talking about how like, no, 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 like put some clothes. And nobody wants to see that. Right. And I thought that was such an amazing. You know, a lot of women were upset and didn't like that, which is interesting because that's like a kind of a testament to I was. I'm all over the place, too. This is like a herky-jerky, uh, uh, tangential thing, to uh, confusing to talk about, but let me try to. I did not even realize. I didn't even know what the phrase the male gaze was mm-hmm. until maybe a year and a half ago, maybe. And I was raised by a, a misogynist. My father is a complete like narcissist, misogynist. The way he talks about women, it's so crass and hard. Like, all they're good for is their pussy. Like, I'm saying, I'm quoting my father. Like, wow. And then I was raised, you know... Loving my dad, thinking he was so talented and smart, and and he is. He's so smart, and uh, but the way he talks about women, the way he sees women, is sick, uh, and and really affected my how I saw myself because I would agree with my father as a mm. kid, and then I used to dress when I became a teenager and I developed my own personality. He was so angry at me. There's all this like subtle like, why is my dad so angry at me? He, I don't think even he knew because I wasn't daddy's little girl anymore. Right. And then I would dress. I it took me a long time. Like now I'll dress girly and I'm like dress kind of sexy or whatever. And mm-hmm. uh, but for a long time, you know, all my friends were guys, uh, and I would dress like a boy. I would dress hmm. like a boy that I wanted to attract. I wore like corduroys or jeans and like tennis shoes and like fifty cotton, fifty poly t shirts and hoodies and like That's so funny because I was kind of like ashamed of being a girl and I, was, right. I wanted to cover my body because I thought, well, girls are stupid, girls are dumb, right? Men hate women. I mean, I'm not saying I feel. If anybody's listening to this, I hope you're not tuning in right now. I don't know that'd be weird because it's a podcast, but anyway, uh, you're not just tuning into live radio. But anyway, so <laughs> but I had all these like ideas about women that I still have to work through because they're so deeply embedded in my psyche that like you know. And I, then, I, I, then I didn't realize, okay, so I'm getting that from my father. I mm-hmm. hope all of this is making sense. No it, um, does. no, it does. Not only was I getting this from home, from my father and the way he looked at women and, like, it's very sexualized at my house. I was never molested, but it was very, like, uh, him having sex with my mom or taking nude photos of women in my household. Just everything's very sexualized, and that's what a woman is. And, and, uh, and then I didn't even realize that it was coming – that it was happening in the culture. I didn't realize when I watched a movie and you're seeing uh, a close-up because of a girl. it was more extreme in your house than it was More extreme in my household. Culture. Totally. I'm like, oh my God, I'm totally scarred from that. But then I realized, oh my God, it's it's our complete culture. I never even bothered to think about that where right. it's like, oh, when the camera is like a close-up of a woman and watching her do whatever she's doing, it's be- and like, I'm seeing women through the eyes of a man. I'm seeing myself. I, I, 
I, I don't even know when I stopped doing this. I don't know if I have stopped doing it. But I will completely see myself through the eyes of probably my father and my dad. I mean, not the same person. Okay, my, my father and men. Like, and every choice would be like, what would a man think? Oh my god! Like, is this like I'm being judged? And I would just judge myself through somebody else's eyes. And it's uh, anyway. So I'm so glad like uh, shows like girls and Lena Dunham being naked and being like, not, you know, there's a different, there's so many, there's always been, always been so many types of women and like right. personality wise, whether it's like a manic pixie jerk girl, a manic pixie dream girl or whatever, or like girls who are bigger or smaller or this or that or whatever you look like. It's like, it's always been that way. And so thank God, finally something has shifted. Right. Finally. And it's still not even enough, and you know, yeah. where it's like, Oh yeah, I know. I knew that girl in school, and I love that girl. But now she's allowed to be on television. Right now, yeah, we're allowed like, to like put her on, on the cover of a magazine, even though they photoshopped the front. Then they put Lena Dunham on a magazine cover and like put a ton of makeup on her and Photoshop. It's just like so fucked. All of it is like so bizarre. Yeah, it is know. so bizarre, and it's so it's so interesting that so many so many people weren't weren't being represented, and yet. And I'm just talking white girls right here. I mean, let yeah. alone like racism and horror and other like, you know, people, as tons of people are not being represented with women and I don't know, whatever, just. Yeah. And yet like, yeah, there, there was this outrage, like even, even amongst that set, it's like everyone or a lot of people were fine. were happy to agree to this idea of this idea on screen ideal. Um, and it just, it just, uh, created such a fraught conversation once that once that started to be er- like once that was eroded by girls it's really interesting yeah um and yeah i think it's something that you know like in a sense paved the way for for jill soloway and transparent she says as much actually um and artists like petra collins and casey yeah. jane ellison yeah we've got to get back to the fact that you work with petra and casey and zoe I mean, she's fine. <laughs> and, and you. And, and me. You. Well, for you. Because, like, what are you trying to do with your... That's a big thing. Uh, you make... Brand, you're make you've made amazing, like, could we call it branded content, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. And uh, branded content for your... For BB Dakota. And so what are you trying to do? I'm trying to um, really create a platform for female artists who are outspoken, outspoken who are making interesting work, who... Um, you know, I, I, when I thought about how we could spend our marketing budget for a year, it's like, well, the, the tried and true thing for a fashion brand to do is to like basically pay fashion bloggers to wear your clothes on their, on their blogs. Fashion bloggers. That's just so lame. It's not a contribution to culture. It's like, I hope the blogger bubble pops soon. Like, it's just so ugly that like the thing that people are paying like really a lot of money for, it's kind of weird, is someone to wear your clothes on their blog. Like that is, that, that is not helping culture in any way. Like, it's just so disgusting. And, and yet it's, it's something that's really, really paid for. Uh, it's, there's just a huge economy of, blogger paid blogger posts and so I was like well I just don't want to do that um and you know I think there's other way you know like the internet is this strange interesting lovely place where distribution is somewhat democratized and so you can there's just new ways to um you know hold hands with your customer and speak to them and talk to them and there are new types of like aspirational women it's not just women who you know like where like adds a belt to an outfit, you know? Yeah. Um so that's kind of that was the seed of the idea. It's just like I wanted to 
you know, give give oppor- opportunities to really amazing artists to make the kind of work that they want to make with hopefully as few constraints as possible. And so that's what we did with Casey. How did um, you find Casey Jen Ellison? By the way, I want her to be on my podcast. I think she hates me. So wait, why? Shout out to Casey. Um, no, because I... I love her. I have like a huge, speaking of girl, intense girl crushes. I barely know her. Every time I've like met her, I've been so shy. And like, I, I feel like sometimes when you get shy, you come on too strong. Right. Because you're like, I'm trying to overco- overcompensate. Like, I'm, I'm going to act like I'm really comfortable with you. But then the other person's like, I don't even know you. Why are you acting so comfortable with me and like offending me and like saying something rude? I don't think I said anything rude to her, but I just love her. I have a huge girl crush on her. Yeah. I have her phone number. She gave it to me. Very I've, nice. I've texted her a few times to be on the podcast. It'll be ha- it'll happen. She doesn't get back to me, and I'm like, "What did I do? Uh, I hope but she doesn't hate me." She was in she was in your um that that comedy show. I know, but then afterwards, I don't know. I just if you talk to her, uh, let her know. I'll, I'll let her. I know. care about her. I'm a people pleaser. I like, <laughs> think she's real neat, and I have an intense girl crush on her, and I'd like for her to be on the show. But anyway, how did you find her? And um, what about her was like, I have to because she directed. Like, uh, like a, what would you call it? Like a web series, yeah. A web series, but you called it something else. You called it oh, something yeah. else. Oh, um, yeah. A branded content sitcom. That is a great phrase. I prefer, I prefer that to web series. Yeah. A yeah. branded content sitcom. sitcom. She directed it. She starred in it. It's so funny. It was so hilarious. She's just like incredible. She's she a stand- is incredible. She's an artist slash stand up comedian. Yeah, what she, is she? She's just like she's part of this community in LA that kind of toes the line between like artist, like sort of conceptual artist and comedian. Like there's a bunch of them. Like I think I don't know if you've ever seen Kate Berlant stand up, but she's kind of in the same yeah milieu and uh, I don't fancy know, words left and right. Dynasty handbag. I don't know if you've ever seen her. What? Who's Dynasty handbag? Dynasty handbag is amazing. What? She, she performed at El Cid um, last Sunday. Um, I, ha- I have tickets to see her. At Re- will, will you come to yeah, um, where? Uh, May 21st? May 21st? Yeah, she's I'll at, be there. I have tickets at Red Cat. So yeah, c- come to that. It's going to be so fun. It's her and someone else too. Like another queer artist slash performance artist comedian. If and when I start dating girls, I want, I mean, not that she would have me, but I, I love Casey Jane Ellison. I know she's. And you, but you have a boyfriend, but whatever. But okay. Anyway. Well, we can, we'll get to my, um, my poly, polyamory conversation. Oh yeah. I want to get to that. Okay. So, so how did you find her and, um, and then how did that unfold? So yeah, I, I, I'd been, an, I mean like, like, like you, I, I'd been an admirer of her work um i'd seen her the thing that she did with v mag or yeah v magazine with v files rather what? um what'd she do she did um a video series called what the fashion and it's mind-blowing it's really really good yeah. um and i basically you know our our whole our whole brand kind of concept is is like it's like an anti-brand statement it's like look Dude, it's only clothes. Get over it. Yeah. Like, the, the human inside the clothes is what matters. Mm-hmm. And so, like, everything that we've been doing is kind of, like, kind of a critical response to whatever everything else that's going on in, like, fashion marketing. So, like, like you know, hiring that guy, you know? Yeah. Um, he's also hosting a blogger brunch. The bloggers are going to be, like... What? This top mind- secret famous person... <laughs> Is hosting when's the blogger brunch? Can you come to that? Yeah, when, when is, is it, that? I'm not even a blog. I'm a podcaster now. It's, I know. I'm, I'm I know. barely blogging. No, you'll just be like you'll be like a, 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 a fly on the a, wall, a cultural critic, a cultural phenomenon. Um, um, yeah, so it's at Jelena on May fourth. Oh wow! Speaking of Venice, 
Yeah. I, I like Venice. Yeah, it's nice. Jolina right? on May 4th. Yeah. It's just everything. I'm, I'm misspelling everything. I'm taking notes during this podcast. That's how much I'm I have learning. To, I'll send you a bunch of calendar invites after. Oh, good. I'm, I'm so glad I'm, I'm on this podcast because now I can I can ask you and it's recorded and you've said yes. Oh, my so. God. I'll be there. I feel like, oh, and you're so wonderful. You're so supportive of me. You always come to anything I throw. Like I, I know. I, I adore you. But I threw this funny thing. What was it called? It was like some kind of ridiculous thing that I was late for to my own non-event. Oh, but you were late too, so you didn't see me get there late because I was late. Oh, wait. Was that that, that was the the one downtown? Oh, no. It was like, well, the L, it was like Los Globos. I, I threw this thing. Oh, that. Oh, oh, yeah. You were. Yeah, I was very. I was a little. Late I was that. late as well. I got that there. They're like so 20. sweet and lovely, though. Like the, these girls all had friend crushes on you. I, I decided to see. I was like, I wonder if I throw an event and I tell girls like I will give them advice about dating and life and be their big sister. I can't even remember what I called the event. It yeah. was like your new best friend or something ridiculous. It was so sweet though. You're so, you're like such a you're like a very generous person to your audience. Like it's it's really I don't know. It's it's heartwarming. It really is. <laughs> oh my god. I made a syllabus for it was all the so girls. Cute. I was, it was like, like everybody grab a syllabus. I was like late and I saw all these girls with like bangs and I was like, "Are you guys here for me?" And they're like, "Yes." And uh yeah, and then I like handed out a syllabus about like no never forget, do you have the power? The guys want to have sex with you. Don't don't give away your power and uh you can meet guys at the Apple store. Like, yeah. just really dumb, like, like, like unhelpful bullshit. The, funny, was, yeah. the funniest was there was one girl, like, so a lot of girls came, like, armed with their, like, baggage and, like, like relationship problems and stuff. One girl was like, I just got here from the Ukraine. I have zero friends. I think you're really cool. <laughs> I know. We, I've yet to hang out with her. Yeah, oh, my no. God. I was like, wait, these people think we're going to hang out? Because that is not going to happen. That is not going to happen. But that was really sweet. But it was really sweet. It was like she just can't come to, like, become your friend. She, yeah. she thought, like, she'll she'll pay the ticket amount. And yeah. The ticket amount. Oh, my God. Yeah. Buy one, you know, PBR and be your friend. I know. Oh, man. I got a little. I, I got. I, I, got, I went, like, Three three drinks deep at your, that event. Oh yeah, I was like the only person I, I was like, keeping, you bought me keeping, drink. Yeah. yeah, nobody else bought drink. You, I didn't even buy drinks. You bought me drinks <laughs> yeah. at my own fucking event. But uh, yeah, you're so supportive of me. So of course I want. I'm, I'm going to be at Jelena. Wait, what's the date for Jelena? May fourth. May fourth. It's just like a. It's like a Wednesday or a th- I think it's a yeah. It's May fourth. I'll be Cinco there. Cinco de Mayo is a Thursday. We didn't want to do it on Cinco de Mayo in case people had plans. So it's on May fourth. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like noon to two thirty. We've like rented out the back. Garden oh my god! Area. I can't even get a reservation there. It was this, this was not this is like pulling teeth, but oh, it, it worked out. Um, I mean, now that we have you know him involved, it's gonna be it's fine. It's gonna be exciting. <laughs> oh my god! Um, and he's gonna wear a dress. I mean, we can't talk about this person anymore because people are like, "What okay, are they sorry. talking about?" Sorry, but he'll be at Jelena on May fourth. Okay, um, so. Okay, so Casey Jane, you're a big fan of her work. Yeah, I was a big fan of her work. So, um, you, you, and what? I wanted to make like sort of like yeah, sort of satirical content that that's sort of taking the piss out of fashion content and yeah. like the self-seriousness of this yeah. weird industry yeah, a lot of winks she winks at the camera and then she like yeah. grabs the lollipop and it says like bb dakota and yeah. it's just something like you know wink wink nudge nudge like we know what this is but like it's also very smart and funny and right. it's like hilarious and oh so you emailed her right? yeah so i just emailed her and was it like all starts with an email look i want to do something with you and she's like yeah let's chat and so we um i tried because like i had a little bit of a like pre i hadn't even met her yet but like a pre-meeting friend crush with oh, on her yeah i love but, her like and i was in kind of like a man i i went through like I, w- I had like a six six months of like being totally manic i went like totally manic for six months like i don't even remember those six months but anyways so for for a while i was in like all i was taking all of my business meetings at jumbo's clown room what clown, yeah at nighttime no like at four when it opens it opens at four <laughs> yeah God, all right. Um, but like, anyways, like it sometimes worked and sometimes didn't. Anyways, um, she was like, 
um, can we go somewhere else? Oh, she was like, no thanks. Oh my god. And I'm like, anyway, so I'm like, okay, let's go to Son of a Gun, fine. Um, Son of a Gun? Oh, it's on 3rd Street? Yeah, it's like, like, by like the Vinnie Dottolo, like the animal yeah. people. Yeah, um, I want to go there. They're not, like, animal is in the restaurant, not I know. partial animal. I know. <laughs> um, anyways, so, yeah, we went to Son of a Gun, and I, like... Catherine is massaging her own arm right now, I trying s- to make herself feel cozy <laughs> and safe during the podcast. I, I, do, I do feel cozy. I, I like how small this, small this room is. It's nice. I it's go like, like this. I give myself the chills. Oh, that's, Did you used to do that in, like, in I junior can, high? I can't give myself the chills, though, because, like, I can't... I, it's not like... It's, not, it's boring when so it's like me I, doing it, you know? I can give myself the chills, and I, I used to do that in uh, junior that's high. That's like a superpower. I can't do that to... I, like, I, I would like to give myself the chills, but yeah. I can't because... I don't know. It just needs to be like a foreign object. Another person. Me, yeah, what about one of those things? You know, those like things yeah, where it's like those could work. Yeah, I, get, I should just get one of those. I need to get one of those, but then I buy it and then I'm like, I own it. It's not special anymore. Yeah, it's like a little. It's a little, it doesn't look great. It's not it's like weird. it's not an object. <sighs> Who are you dating? Who is this guy? Wait, wait. I know him. I'm just like <laughs> we're on a podcast. These people okay. are listening. So you're okay. a powerhouse. Yeah, and we'll get back to the other stuff because we're jumping around. We'll finish the the KCJ and Allison story and sure and yeah. and Petra Collins and how that worked and like I want to know about how like Petra Collins is how old? She's like getting younger. Twelve. She's, like she's getting younger. Yeah. She's like I think she's twenty two now. She's twenty two. And yeah. but you and I were talking about how like that that group of like she's she's from New York. She's yeah. very young. Cool Instagram page. Everything's very pastel-y. Yeah. She made a short film for you, right? Yeah. Um, they're just in their phones, though, right? 24-7? Yeah. Is this the new generation? Yeah, they're totally I mean, their phones. I, I went on a but... trip with, like, you know, when we filmed that documentary, I met them down in Texas, and... It, like, so we were in, like, San Antonio at this cute little Tex-Mex breakfast spot. Um, and, you know, for the first, like, 15 minutes of being there, we were, like, engaging in conversation. And then, like, some there was, like, someone spotted, like, an interesting vintage wallpaper kind of situation. <laughs> yeah. So they were, like... They were, like, all going over there and, like, posing and, like, like agreeing which photo would be the posted photo. And it was just, like, I, I guess there's never, there's never, never seems to be a moment when the um, sort of depicting or portraying of the moment is less important than the moment. The, the moment never takes precedence over the portraying of it on social. How do you social. feel about that? So is, what is that all about? And are we going to be okay? And, like, because I... I try to ride the line. I I, I choose this. Like, if yeah. I'm with a guy and we're on a date and he's not updating his stuff, and his phone, I love that. That's how it should be. Yeah. It's like, this is, you know, this is yeah. precedent. So, are we going to be okay? I don't should know be if we're scared. Okay. I am scared. I'm a little scared. Why are you scared? Well, I'm scared. I'm scared for myself because I've become more distracted because I'm looking at a lot of, like, tabs online and all of my emails, and it's like... I don't check Instagram for myself, but I check it for the brand a lot. And so it's like Instagram, like emails, um, open tabs, like, you know. So I feel distracted and like the possibility of distraction a lot. And I think that's like the modern problem a little bit. Um, But, you know, we, you and I are the same age ish, I think. But 22? Yeah, we're we're 22. 22. You know, so we grew up in a time before pre-internet and then we had we were like then then the internet was pervasive and so we felt both and we know what the transition is like mm-hmm. but then the younger gener- generation they just they came to, to be they came to consciousness in the internet age and so it's like they knew nothing before it and so it's just like there's a huge difference between me and 
them. Like, I feel very, I feel like there's a vast abyss between us because I know this time before that um, and not just, like, the the constant portrayal of selfhood and identity creation, creation online. Like, yeah. there's a distinction between my online identity and my my life. Well, I do have moments where I'm like, am I not Snapchatting enough? Or mm. should I be documenting this? Or should I just talk to myself and think, like, I need to be, ha- I need to be talking to myself right now for others to see. And then I go, whoa, hold up, yeah. relax. What is going on? Oh my God. So I have to like take a moment and, and, and like not get swept into that, you know? Right. And, uh, you know, this is an aside kind of in the same family, but it's like uh, Facetune. What do you think about this? It's like, you know, cause everybody's, uh, portraying what's happening in their life every step of the way online. But then there are like the apps where you can smooth out your face and right. get rid of laugh lines or, you know, all these weird filters. And I, I struggle with that because I have a lot of girlfriends who use these filters mm-hmm. and I'm like, isn't this a lie? Is this right. a lie? Is this okay? What did, what did you stand? Do you use Facetune or any of that um, shit? I don't use Facetune, but I think that, like, again, like, I think it's like a little generational. Um, I think that, like, for us, like, the late 20s people. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, you know, we, you know, Facebook launched in 2004. Facebook is dorky, though, right? We're Facebook done with is Facebook. dorky now, yeah. you know, yeah. but, like, our first sort of, you know, there's MySpace before that, but, like, our... our I don't even our, know what you're our, talking about. Our, I don't even know. <laughs> our early relationship with social media was about presenting yourself as better than you are online. Like, that's, like, not, not I'm not saying you. you you're incredible. You're better. Oh, stop it. You can Get never, off my dick. You can... Yeah, you Get can, off my goddamn dick. <laughs> Just kidding. Get back on. <laughs> um, you, but, like, I, that was the general thing, is you, you made yourself seem better than you. You, you you tried to show your best self online. You're curating and your life. You're, you're curating, curating you're cre- the perfect you're, best life. You're, you're curating for best self. And now I think that there's this backlash. Um, there's this kind of pendulum swing where the younger generation is doing quite the opposite. Like, that's really what Petra's work is about. It's about showing the gritty. It's about showing But everything's pastel It's all pastel but like, but like, but then there's like, you know, you like, it's like oh. showing stretch marks. It's showing, oh, yeah. it's showing bits of hair on the side Ooh, of the underwear. What about Ladyist? What's that all about? Are you into that? Uh, I don't even know what Ladyist is yet. is like where it's like all the full grown bush and, and uh, chubby girls with their pubic hair crawling down their legs. And, yeah. Oh, and then like, who's, oh, Sandy what's her name again sandy with all the period stain stuff oh yeah 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 i had a period stain cover your ears he doesn't even care okay uh, okay <laughs> i had a period stain the other day uh i bought really beautiful sheets uh again a tangential aside uh-huh i got really beautiful Bowling sheets branch? uh no what were they but they were like model model oh yeah lovely yeah uh, sateen she's very nice very soft nice sheets i've ever had uh and I had my period. Somebody wouldn't have sex with me on my period. I was delighted. I was like, okay, but I didn't have time to change the sheets and life happened. Right. And I had, a, I, I saw a period stain mm-hmm. on my, on my bed and I have to show you a picture because I took a photo of it and I can't Instagram it. I won't because it's just too much and I don't want to do that to people who follow me on Instagram because some of them are like adults, like people's moms and stuff. But I have to show you. Do you know that emoji where the new emoji where it's like the heart with the dot underneath it? Oh yeah. Like I don't know what is that emoji all about? It's about the period for it, sure. Is it? <laughs> no, I don't know, but it's, you're, you're, it seems it seems like it's implied. Seems yeah. like it is. So let me find this picture. Oh man. God damn it. I guess I'll show Aristotle too. Aristotle just vomited in his mouth. JK it was a sneeze. Um oh man. Maybe I can't even find this. This makes for really good uh podcasting this is really good stuff 
You should submit. You, well, you, you, when you do find it, I will find it. <laughs> fill this gap. Fill the fill the space. You used to yeah. do broadcasting stuff. And- so yeah, and so I think that there's this backlash against the. How oh incredible god. is this period stain? Oh my god! I need perfect. A, I know. It's that, emo- it's that emoticon. That's. I'm going to show you. That's crazy. It's exactly the emoji. Do you see this? Sorry. Oh my god. I mean, it's not my period stain. It was like a ghost. <laughs> no, it's amazing though. It's actually like, oh, like a t-shirt. It's so cute. Even my period stains are cute. It's the cutest period stain <laughs> I've ever seen. Oh, but Sandy something or other. Sandy Candy Cam is that? Her Sandy name? Cam. Yes, yeah. she does the period stain art, and like where it's like yeah. very like intense. I love her stuff too because it's like gritty and sexy and real and like totally. Yeah. So that's like more female gazy stuff. Yeah. So I think that there's this like backlash against Sorry, the perfectionism of early era social media and now it's it's pendulum swinging over to like the gritty the real like as, risque, as, the risque yeah. as real as possible let's just show people as they really are and that's really the female gaze that began with the lena dunham like the oh. hegemonic lena dunham culturally so that's sort of the female gaze. female yeah that's the female gaze getting yes. back to your boyfriend saying we don't need to talk about the female gaze because he doesn't want period stains in the bed well, but who's buying the sheets? Probably you. <laughs> Me. Who makes more money in your relationship? None Not of my me, business. Yeah. You do? Yeah. This is very futuristic and modern. Okay. Yeah. Because I feel like a lot of my powerhouse friends, they seek, they, they don't care about like financial stability from a man, which is like, you know, yeah. an old school, whatever. Yeah. They, uh, they want emotional support. You know totally. what I mean? Like yeah. you're a powerhouse, you're running your business, you're doing your stuff, you're coming up with cool, you know, innovative ideas and all the stuff. And what is the most important thing to you in a relationship? Hmm. And do we even like your boyfriend anymore? Do we even like? Should we call him up and break up with him right now? Let's, let's just like call let's him up. up. We're <laughs> done here. Okay, we're gonna talk about would, polyamory. Would, in would a that be good? For, that would be good content for the podcast. Good for right? ratings. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't know. <laughs> Only if it was like you know. I would do it for that. Um, yeah. Only yeah. if it was like ASAP Rocky. Like we were like, oh my god, that's <laughs> right, your dating. Right, let's right. break up with him. Um, yeah. No, I still I still like him. Um, he is. What is the most important thing? I think he. Um, I guess what I like. Well, so the whole thing about Jalal, Jalal is that, his name. Oh, you're saying his name? Oh, is that not, not okay? No, do it. No, I love it. I'm just fucking with you. Yeah. Um, Jalal. He's an artist. He's an artist. He. Where can we find him? Give us give a full name. Shout out to Jalal. Jalal Pullman. He's at his studio um, on the edge of downtown in Vernon as we speak. Um, he. So the thing about Jalal is I, before I ever dated him, did I tell you this? I was like obsessed with him for years. Yeah. But um, the listeners didn't know. Yeah. So I was obsessed with him for years. And he was, like, my muse. Like, I would, like, write things about him. I would, like, write poetry about him. I would write him these, like, long, insane emails. Like, because our relationship happened mostly over email. Like, I was living in New York at the time. He was in L.A. Um, and we were, like, seeing each other when we could. But a lot a lot happened over email. And so I would write these, like, like, like over-the-edge, insane emails. Um, How'd you know he existed? Just because of his art? Or you'd met him at a party? You'd met him? Oh, I met him him in 2009 um, at the Newport Beach Film Festival. Um, Basically, my friend Vin was in town for for this Newport Beach Film Festival because... Vin Diesel? (laughs) Yes, Vin Diesel. That is hot. (laughs) Um, I don't even say hot. And I I was there at the time because um, I was dealing with my parents' crumbling divorce. Um, In the recession. In the recession. (laughs) So you met him at the film festival. Yeah, I met him at the film festival and... um, 
we actually met. This is such a this is such an unsexy story. So we met um, not at the film festival, but in between the film festival and the after party, they went to. Do you know what a yard house is? It's like a chain bar where they have yard long beers. I don't, but Aristotle <laughs> nodded yes. Anyway, so they they were there. Uh, so I I go to I go to the yard house uh, to find Vin. I see Vin at the bar. He's like. He's like, what do you want to drink? I'm like, vodka soda. He's like, okay, go sit in that empty booth there to hold it, like, to make sure we get it. I'm like, okay, cool. So I, I think it's just Vin. Like, I just assume it's Vin and me. So I go and sit in the booth and wait for him. And all of a sudden, this uh, sort of, like, tall, lithe, pale, like, German vampire. You're not talking about me. <laughs> German vampire-looking man. Yeah, I, I man. Mean, yeah, it almost was you until the, <laughs> and then it was until the man. Yeah. Um, but, like, just kind of, like like, sidled up to the booth and sat down next to me um, and started recounting the story of his dream the night before about, like, (laughs) dead puppies or something. And I found the whole thing so, like, bold and strange because I'm like, who is this person? Yeah. Why is he sitting next to me? He's telling me a dead puppy story. It's pretty dark. Um, And he has this, like, kind of oddness about him. He really does seem like he's from, like, another planet. Like, he just, like, got here. Like, and it's because... um, his mother was, like, in a cult, and so he really did just get here in a certain way. Oh, really? Yeah. Wait, what cult? Baha'i, but she was, like, a crazy Baha'i Baha'i woman. is a cult? Mm-hmm. Is it? Is it really? Yeah. Well, I mean, especially in Wisconsin. Like, it's, like, very culty there. Oh, wow. Um, so she was Baha'i, and that's why his name is Jalal, and his, his sister's name is Jalay. So they only have one letter apart, and they're, like, they look like cult people. They really do. Because, yeah. You know, they're, like, they're really pale, and they have those blue eyes and, like, weirdly like really rigid posture like they're, they're just cult people sound so fashionable I know I yeah, know it's like Christopher Owens or something I know and so he immediately he immediately became this like like and so I like immediately was like interested in him and um we talked for a while at Yard House finally Vin came back with the drinks and it felt like we already knew each other <gasps> yeah. and we go up we get up to like go to the next location and he goes, shall I drive? And, like, he didn't even know how I got there, like, if I had a car. Like, like we, we, I didn't even know his name yet. And I'm like, sure. And so I gave him the keys to my car, and we ended up driving separately from Vin. And so, like, all of a sudden we were just together, kind of. And then he came and met me in New York, and we had this sort of torrid romance there. And then we started writing love letters back and forth to each other because we were... Emails or actual letters? Emails count. Emails. Um, I once sent him a breakup letter that I wrote with, like, a quill pen. I was, like... Again, oh, I was my total, God. Total freak. So arty. I wonder how this <laughs> translates into the fashion of BB Dakota. The, the arty and, like, romance and the drama. Um, sometimes our print direction gets a little crazy. Like, one time it was, like, the, like, like, X. Like, we had this dress that was... Um, the print was an x-ray of a bat like sort of over like in a pattern so like it it was just the x-ray of a bat which is a really like sort of dark weird romantic dark yeah um but gothy. that was kind of inspired by Joel I think um I always wear the BB Dakota leather jacket that you gave oh, me. I'm so glad. And this is the one day I'm not wearing it. I can't believe oh it. Gosh. But that's like it's. I have like a. I've just. I've. I've. It's, I wear it everywhere. It's oh, crazy. Yeah. Oh, I'm it's, so glad. I'll, I'll get. I'll, I'll. I'll send you a new one. I, we have a new little bomber jacket that would. Would 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 really work with would really work with what I'm working with yeah, yeah great uh, wait, wait, where can we find and we are back to Joel and the stuff and why he's great and why you like him uh-huh. and I want to know what you guys fight about too because okay. you know both ends of the spectrum uh, where do we find BB Dakota besides BB Dakota dot com BB Dakota dot com uh, shop op revolve uh, urban outfitters uh, Nordstrom um, nasty gal oh uh, really 
Yeah, we they sell BB Dakota yeah. on Nasty Gal. Yeah, oh, it's amazing. I don't know what their orders Crossover. like. I don't know what their orders like right now, but they they do they do they buy they buy like deep into certain units. Yeah, who would win a fight in an alley at midnight? You who between you and Sophia Maruso? Oh, I don't know. I like. To I'm shoot, just kidding. Do CrossFit or anything? <laughs> no, no. I'm, I'm very uh, just um, joking. I love both of you, okay. and that's not even a real question. Okay, I've ever sent that question. Okay, so you send a love letter. You're having the, the romance. Jalal is on the west coast. You're on the east coast. Is this yeah, right? Yes. Yeah. So, so you're back now. You're give me highlights that I need to know that get us to you living together now. Well, so basically, I was so for the first little while, I was like, oh my gosh, I I I I like this person, but I, you know, we have we have no friend. We had Vin in common, but um. Jalal told me, like, can you not tell Vin that, like, this is happening because he gets jealous of his female friends, like, whatever. That's flattering. Up, I like that. Whatever. And so, and he, like, Jalal's like, I don't want drama. And so, anyways, like, I had no one to get, like, a character. Like, I, w- I wanted someone to tell me about Jalal's character and say, like, oh, he's a good guy. Because, like, it kind of, like, I, I was really intrigued by him. Like, he, he stirred something in me. And, but, like. I was terrified of that, and so I was, like, trying to find, like, tangible reasons why it couldn't work out. What? Um, you were trying to, like, do preemptive strikes in Yeah, a way? I was just like... And so, That's like, my whole jam. Yeah. That's all I like to do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I found one. So, like, the first real date that we went on was back here in L.A., um, and so... I show up at his house in Mount Washington. Ugh, why does everybody live in these places? I don't know. No I'd offense. never been there. I was Sorry. like, I'm a snob. I'm like, I like, I, I like Silver Lake. That's as far as you say. Go. Echo Park. I like Echo Park a Echo lot. Echo Park is nice, yeah. All right. But um, yeah, okay. yeah, Mount Washington is really far. It is um, actually very nice. I'm being a dick. It's. I don't want to embrace the new, the new Echo Park. It's just, it's just really far from you. It's, it's irritatingly far from where you are. So you're on a date. So I'm on a date, and um, so I get to his house, and like again, like I just. Every other boyfriend I've ever had has kind of been like I've been in the same social circle of, and it just kind of happened. Like I'm not, I'm not a date or I just um, fall into relationships. And so this is the first time I'm like I'm on, like I'm meeting this guy at his house, and I'm thinking to myself like I had to go up this windy road to get to his house. I'm like, what if he's like a serial killer? Yeah. Like, what, like who is this guy? Like, why am I just going to his house on the first first date? Am I crazy? I don't even know who he is. Yeah. And so he's like, oh, do you want a martini? I'm like, yeah, because I'm like I, I'm there. I'm like nervous. I'm like he, I'm like, do you want? A, he's like, do you want a martini? I'm like, yeah. And he's like, oh, I have this designer drug two CB. Do you want to do it? And what I'm is like, it? Two CB. Two CB. Yeah. What's that? Um, Aristotle and I don't know. Can you fact check? Two C B. Let's look that up. I yeah. want to know how that affects our brains. So it's like it's like somewhere between ecstasy. It's like a speedy ecstasy. Wow. And so I'm like, uh, yeah. And I was like nervous. I'm like, yeah, give it to me. And so like I just we do two C B. Um, well, you're not going to fire yourself after this podcast comes out because you, you find out you're doing drugs. I think it's fine. <laughs> okay, cool. Like, you're the boss. Anyway, give- <laughs> I think it's fine. Um, yeah. So you do the drug. What happens? So like we and he like he's like, do you want to go get a steak? Uh, at a Pacific Dining Car. I'm like, yeah, like, I'm just along for the ride at this point. So, like, clear-headed, get to, the, get to like, the restaurant. We, like, order a surf and turf. That's when the trouble began. Like, the walls started undulating. The, like, lobster got there, and it was, like... Oh, my God, like, talking it was, like, to it, like, Beetlejuice? Yeah, yeah. I was, like, <laughs> telling me things. It was, like, kvetching at me. This is the first date? Yeah, this is the first date, and I'm, like, holy shit. Anyways, at this point, we're both not hungry, so we're, like... Can we wrap this up? Like, the steak is there. The lobster is there. So we just, like, sit there, like, quietly for, like, I'm not sure. I mean, time. I had a very tenuous grip on time at that point. Like, I have no idea how long we were. We could have been there for four hours. Yeah. Open all night. Um, but not sure. So we, we get it wrapped up. We go back to his house. <laughs> 
we have like a weird rest of the night where we're like counting the tiles on his ceiling and just like having a bizarre time. Um, at 4 a.m. or something, 6 a.m., 5 a.m., somewhere in there, um, he's like, I'm kind of hungry. He gets up from the bed, goes and gets the lobster. We only have two hours for this podcast. Okay. <laughs> I'm getting to it. I'm I know. I do it. love details. God, yeah. I, okay. Um, I wish you had drinks. Get, I know, seriously. Yeah. He gets the lobster, brings it back to the bed, and he starts eating, like, claws in bed. And, like, there's, like, like sort of the juices of the lobster is, like, coming out of the box, and it's, like, going everywhere. And I'm like, this is fucking disgusting. I can't be with a person like this. Yeah. I can't eat a, be with a person who eats lobster in the bed. Are yeah. you kidding? The bed is a sacred place. And so, like, I remember thinking to myself, I'm like, I'm done with this. This is over. The first date so, is where we leave it. We are over this. Yeah. Yes. So I was just like, so that was the first time that I said to myself, like, look, I can write this guy off now. He eats lobster in the bed. I can't be with anyone like that. Um, but anyways, somehow I convince myself otherwise and here we are so oh my god and then you but lived I was, together I was obsessed with him for years like obsessed to the point where like I wanted to like call him and tell him I'm like this is what I predict might happen in your like like, like really crazy stuff but, so the yeah. first date does it just continue on from there or was there a gap no there was a gap like he um so like for a while I was like playing coy like I was like again I was still like scared to really be with him so I, I would like and, like, I'm a workaholic, so I would just blame work, and which was true. And so I was like, I can't see you. Like, I have, like, all this stuff to do. It was true, but I was also, like, terrified, scared, terrified of the emotional connection. So, but he was very, like, open and being vulnerable and, like, lovely and sweet because that's who he is. He's just, like, a steady, like, he's he oh makes his God. feelings known. He's a very confident person. He's just, like, I'm into this. Um, anyways, but, like, I kept, like, kind of keeping him at bay. Then... He went to a wedding. He was, um, what's it called when you're the person doing the wedding? Like, you're the, no? Officiate. Yeah, he officiated um, a wedding for his two friends. It was in, it was in a uh, graveyard outside of London. It was a goth wedding. So fancy. Um, it was a goth wedding, and he was the officiator. He was wearing this, like, sort of red priest garb thing. And um, he met a woman at that ew oh no because you were like I can't do this I'm afraid to commit like preemptive strikes Uh, stay over there and then he met a woman at a wedding and then um, what happened and um he had sex with her and he fell in love with her ew he says and so like and I like he kind of invited me to the wedding but I was like no I can't work whatever but like again I was being I was being an asshole not an asshole exactly but I was just being very like oh I can't do this how many um, years ago was this at the this wedding this was 2010 2010 six years ago okay so what happened with the woman he started dating her so that he started dating her this is such a crazy story can I tell this story yeah <laughs> on- go yes if you're <laughs> okay. wanting to do okay. it um, what, is, what are the time constraints no I don't uh, yeah. oh, whatever okay I'll, I'll be quick we, yeah we got, we got a little bit left okay cool but yeah um, so Anyways, he started, he, like, start, like, he fell in love with her. Apparently, she's exactly like his mother in, like, some crazy ways. She's like, has a personality disorder in, like, the same way that his mother does. Um, but you have your own personality disorders, which yeah, makes I you know. super lovable. I, like, aren't I crazy enough? Uh, like, uh, like, what do I need to do? Anyways, so, um, he writes me this email saying, like, I, I, I need to pursue this. Um, like, if I don't pursue this, I won't be good for anyone. Um, I'm sorry our romantic adventure can't continue. And... I, like, see this email, and I'm at my college reunions at the time, and I'm like, what the fuck? Um, sorry, I can't say that on the... You can say fuck. Oh, I can? Okay, I say you you slam the table less and say fuck more. Okay, great. Okay. (laughs) So I was like... (laughs) I want to hear this, yeah. So I was like, what the... And so I wrote him back this email, this, like, incredibly emotionally 
vulnerable email where oh, I'm like, wow. I'm in love with you. But like, so like, as soon as he, you know, fell in love with this woman, I like kind of doubled down. But oh, like, my I'd been feeling that way anyways. I was nervous about this trip to London. I'm like, he's going to London alone. He's going to feel profoundly alone because he's officiating a wedding and he's alone. Yeah. Um, and there, he's open to this possibility of meeting someone. It's going to happen. I actually kind of felt that way and then it ended up happening. But I'm like, it's, but then like once he wrote this email, there's something about the way he phrased it. I'm like, it's not going to last. Like, there's something about the way he's phrased it. And so, like, I wrote him back being like, I'm in love with you, oh, this, okay. a bunch of other stuff. Um, six weeks later, he writes me back. He's like... Six I, weeks later? Well, he, he he wrote me something really short. Okay, 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 yeah. Um, six weeks later, he writes, wrote to me, re- writes me back being like, I didn't know you felt that way. I'm in love with you, too. Never mind about, you know, whatever. Oh, like, God. Maybe, and, maybe there was never another girl. Maybe it was all just a weird ploy to get you well, to fucking crack that shell open. By shell, I mean your heart. Yeah. So, apparently, she was just really crazy. Like, she was... Too crazy. Too crazy. Like, she, um... You're just crazy enough. Well, she showed up... Oh, man. To, <laughs> Why? Okay, so, Why? like, so like they had this, like, brief romance, and then, like, she did a couple off things, and he was like, whoa, like... I don't think this is going to work. And so he breaks up with her. Two weeks later, she shows up in, like, this is in London that this happens. She shows up in L.A. on his doorstep with, with like, a suitcase. Um, and, like, Jalal's, like, a like mm-hmm. in a way, he's kind of, like, he's not going to be, like, no. So he's, like, he lets her in. and um, He's, like, I was in a cult. I'm aware that things can get weird sometimes. Yeah. All right, come on in. Um, but this is actually just gossip that Vin told me. I've never had this confirmed with Jalal. Oh, no. But apparently, because, but Vin is, like, very close with Jalal. Uh, apparently, like, like, so they kind of took up again, uh, to some extent, but apparently, um, one day he came back from his studio and she was waiting for him in an SS uniform. Oh, is that sexy? Oh, wait, an SS uniform? Yeah, like, not, not cool. Too, no, not no, no, too, no, 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 no. I, I was just like, wait, I had, like, a, a brain lull. I'm like, I don't know, it's like a candy striper? <laughs> I don't know why I'm laughing. Oh, and, man. And so he, and apparently he, he's like, get out, like, you're... He's like, that's one step too far, that's, that's, over the line. That's, like, awful. And so he, like, kicked her out, and apparently that was the end of it. Did, um, did he ask you to be a boyfriend and girlfriend? In a, did he actually ask you or did you guys just morph into like you're together? Or was he like, I would like you to be my girlfriend? Does oh, that well, happen anymore? Wait, did I tell you about the rest of the story? Well, so like then, so then we had this like long standing romance where we'd have these like really immersive like like 48 hours of like a weekend of spending time together and then we wouldn't see each other for months. Um... And this kept going on, and then I'm, you know, I moved back to LA, and um, I might cut you off and ask you a thing. Okay. What do you fight about now? Like what now? You've been together for years, right? Yeah. You live together. We do. What do you find yourself? What does he get annoyed with you about? What do you get annoyed with him about? And um, and how do you balance? I'm like working a, and yeah. being in a relationship and living with someone. So yeah. I need a lot of I need a lot of alone time um, for the same reason that we talked about earlier. It's just like I'm around people all the time, and so I just need to hibernate and like be kind of like reclusive for a certain amount of time to process everything that's going on in my head. Process my desire for him too. It's like you oh, need yeah, to like, you need to miss someone, don't you? Yeah, you need to miss someone sometimes. I forget that I like, need that too. Even with like people I date, I go, I want them to like me. I want them to like me. But then I'm like, if I really check in with myself, I go. 
I don't want to see them every single day. Like, I need to miss them because I get bored of people, right. too. You know? And also, like... Keeps I it sexy. And, like, you're kind of creating... A, a, like, I'm creating a, a narrative of our relationship a little bit, and that needs to be done from afar. It can't be, like, constant immersion with this person. Like, you need to, like, kind of remember... Why like, they're cool. Yeah, from afar. There's, I, like, a TED Talk about that. Uh, God, it was about... Uh, oh, God, who is the woman who does it? About creating desire in a long-term relationship. Mm. I forgot the woman who did it. I'm blanking, but it's like about like looking at your partner from across the room. You need oh, you need distance. mating in captivity. No, oh, mating in captivity. What's the name of the, oh, Esther Perel? Yeah, Esther Perel is so brilliant. I actually need to read that book. I need yeah, to get the audio book. I need to read that book. Too. Yeah, where it's like you need distance so you can remember and like see like how other people look at the person. And anyway, so what do you guys argue about? So get out he, of my space, kind of vibe. Yeah, like I just I need alone time, and he he loves spending time with me and I love spending time with him too but I, I need a little bit of alone time so I, th- I don't think we fight about that exactly but it just we don't really fight I would say we but we you know like I, it's all small stuff it's yeah. like very containable it's almost like it's like sitcom fighting not like intense seething terrible uh, chaotic but what about the fighting. whole po- why were you thinking about polyamory what made you think about oh. that because is that like a thing about well, having a I girlfriend guess- and a and a boyfriend or yeah i was just i i was thinking about it because i don't know it's just like it's a long life we're living here you know yeah. it's like it's a really long life it's like and like, we're like we're only 19 yeah we're only 19 it's, it's like, like a, we got know, a long way to go we're in, you know we're in serious things with these guys like so some things i've been thinking about it's like one thing is i'm gonna look at those questions yeah polyamory yeah so one thing is i want to like the next thing i want to do is like i'm looking for land right now because i want to i want to build like basically a commune with some friends like have land and but not like a like not like um an ideological like you know tilling the land like communistic commune it's just like i just want to live with my friends around like separate houses i'm not like talking any crazy kind that's of that's okay even if you were yeah i get um, it and so that's that's one thing. But let me, let me set that aside. I guess it's just like, I don't know. It's like you're in it, – it's just so I, – I guess this is the first time that I've been in a relationship where I'm like, well, this isn't going to end. Like this is – You want to be with him. You don't want to see it ending, but yeah, you want to keep it exciting and this like – This is my life. And so like what like what what am I – like what's, what's possible within this w- – within the structure of this relationship? Yeah. Like because, you know, just being with one person forever is just like really – how many years has it been? Terrifying. Um, it's been three. It's been three years. Yeah. But what about ego? Does an ego jump into that thing? Like, let's say he slept with somebody. Mm. Or let's say you guys had like a foursome or a threesome. Right. And you're probably thinking about inviting me. I don't blame you. But it's like, I, I can't do it. That's I won't I'm do here. it. I won't do it. <laughs> but uh, I mean, for me, I've been hearing about threesomes from some of my friends the other day. And I've, I, I just thought, wow, I'm not really into threesomes. Mm. I don't know. I'm, I'm just like leading with threesomes right now. But uh then all of a sudden they sounded very sexy to me where I thought, God, it'd be really cool to be in a threesome with like two guys and just have like just be manhandled and all of a sudden, I, I don't know. But uh, if I were dating someone and they messed around with another girl, even though I get it and it doesn't have to affect my relationship with them, my ego would, would take over and go, right. oh my God, this is offensive. I have to be mad at this. And oh my God, it means that I'm not special. And, and uh, I don't know. I would just be, right. I'm territorial. So it's like a lot of internal struggle happening to open relationship i mean polyamory i would i would not yeah. be able to do it i don't i don't think i would want to i don't know like i guess i think that it's possible i'm modeling this after i have i have i have a friend who's in a committed relationship he has a boyfriend they've been living together for several years now and 
they what from what he says is like he's like it wasn't it wouldn't have been possible in the first year or the first second year or like the third year but there's a certain amount of time that you've been together yeah. and things become okay because like you've socially like you you've proven socially that you're together like there's no there's like such a st- firm foundation of of like of witnesses to your uh union um that there's some, it gets less uncomfortable to have kind of like an openness because everyone knows you're together. It's like, it's not, and like, you spend a lot of time with this person. Isn't that what it's about? Spending the time with the person, not, not the commitment component, like to, you've got got your number one. It's like rappers. Yeah. They're number one. And the yeah. other people. Yeah, I right? know. That's I, kind of what it is. Yeah, and I'm just not a jealous person, so I don't Ugh. know if I would care. But I mean, I think I, I was initially. I was like a fro- like a frothing at the mouth insane person about Jalal initially because yeah. like I was like so obsessed with him, you know, and then I like had him and I was like, Whoa, this is crazy. Yeah. But um I don't know, it's just after a certain amount of time it's like is it possible? I don't know. Yeah. What about the intense friend crushes? Because that's kind oh, of yeah. part you could lump them into the polyamory conversation where it's like or I yeah. don't know. What, what did you mean by that? Oh, well, I have this, like, I have this kind of intense friend crush. Well, so, so this other weird thing, um, something that's, this is really weird. Or not, it's not really weird, but, um. It better be really weird. <laughs> what are you, you going to so tell like, us? So, like, I have had, like, so, like, Jalal, I've, I, I can't let Jalal listen to this podcast any, oh anymore. Oh, my God. Um, it's, it's fine. Yeah. It's oh fine. No. Because I'd, I'd rather just be honest and oh no. maybe let him listen than not he be He doesn't honest. care. Guys I don't, don't want to listen. He's, yeah. Guys don't want to care. They don't give a shit. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so I became the the other weird sort of – the another aspect of my obsession with him is that I became obsessed with his ex-girlfriends. Like, Oh, wow. I don't know why. Yeah, like, I was you're just like a like, masochist. Yeah, I'm like, who are these – wonderful women that he like they must have been wonderful because this object of my obsession dated them and so i became like i be i would like kind of stalk them online um and and like i i like thought that they were really interesting people like i i don't know it, like it shaped me somehow anyways so i became I, so i became friends with jalal a close friend of jalal's who used to kind of date this girl tennessee and Anyways, we have this, like, intense mutual friend crush, and she's been, like, writing me poetry, um, but, like, we're just friends. It's, yeah. Like, nothing, really. But, um, I don't know. It's just, like, I guess it's nice to have, and it's, like, it's not sexual exactly, but it has, like, kind of, like, like, uh, ma- like an erotic charge to it without it being, like, sexual, actually. I don't know. Do you ever have friend crushes like that? On girls? Yeah. Um, God, I don't think so. I think I'm so boring. Maybe it's today I'm more boring than normal. <laughs> I don't know. Well, you're, you're very, very, very straight, too. Right? Am I very straight? Aren't you straight? I don't I'm know. like you are. zero on the Kinsey scale, yeah, right? Yeah, you're, you're very straight. Is that so boring? Like, I mean, like, Ugh, like, just... like, I think that, like, when you say you have a friend crush on Casey, it's just like you really well, actually, in, in, like her work and, like, you enjoy her, like, who she is and what she's doing. I think my desire for her to like me, and, and I do think she's very good looking and, like, think she's sexy. Yeah. And I think she's so bold because she wears black lipstick or whatever, wet yeah. and wild black lipstick. So. I don't know, and I have, I think women are beautiful. Friend crushes. I always feel like I want to be the caretaker for someone, or I want to mm. like, I want them to like need me, or I want them to like, you know, uh, like me. I want to be liked, but I yeah. don't think I don't have like. Uh, I feel that way stuff. too. I love I love guys, I guess. But yeah, but opening it up to like other people and, and sex—that's like too much. That's too yeah, real. Yeah, it's I, I can tr- I can trust and I can be grounded and, and whatever and and not be jealous. 
but that's like a whole other can of worms. Yeah, I know. I, th- I think that you're you're probably right, and I would feel the same way. I don't know. What does this girl have to do with oh, his yeah, ex-girlfriend? So, oh, so then, like, well, so then she said, well, like, and she was being, like, kind she's of She's his ex-girlfriend? She's not his oh, ex-girlfriend. No, like, they dated for, like, two months. They weren't, like, they never declared each other boyfriend and girlfriend, but they... They, they they were longtime friends who got involved for a short period of time, realized it was, like, mostly a mistake. And that's your girl crush right now. Yeah, and she's okay. my girl crush. And she's, she's like, she's, anyway, so she, but she, we, we went out to dinner with her the other night, and she was saying that she had this, like. It's the threesome waiting to happen. <laughs> I'm excited about this for you, actually. Well, I don't, I don't, I don't think, I just, like, don't think I can, I don't, like, think I want to have a threesome with her. They've already had sex, though. They've already had sex, it's true. So I'd be, like, the newcomer to. I think you should do it. Um, no, I'm into it. Now I want to find two rando hot, like, uh, Latin babes and, uh, <laughs> and just, like, have a threesome with two dudes. Oh, yeah. That I would never talk to again. So, like. Who don't have diseases. That was, like, so I, so I. I actually had oh I, now I want to digress I want to like go over this new tangent but I'll, I'll just finish the Tennessee story so and then I've got other yeah we're oh. gone no finish your Tennessee okay. story yeah so um so anyway so she like we were at dinner with the other night and she and she said that she like had been like fantasizing about like us being in a like a thruple. Yeah, that's exactly what I just said. That's all signs are pointing to threesome, like, Anyways, at the end of this yeah. week, this Sunday. Yeah. You guys yeah, yeah, will yeah. be waking up from a weird night of drinking martinis and eating, like, whatever. But, yeah, no, you should go on a road trip with two guys who you can... Aristotle? You can, Let's get it. <laughs> you gotta do it. I shouldn't do that in general? All right. Who's I, I did that once. I, I went on um, a tour of uh, Civil War... Um, like sites like uh, Antietam and all all of the battlefields and um, with two guys and yeah that was really fun that was fun it was really fun yeah I'll put a pin and they in were that. Like, they were like best friends too so it was like a really something to revisit odd but lovely situation oh, things to look forward to so <laughs> life never has to get boring yeah oh man okay wait this has been nearly two hours and I just want to make sure I hit points that I wanted to hit sure we know where to find you be Dakota yeah. Right. What is next for BB Dakota? Because mm. you, you're interesting head of the company. Yeah. It's all you. You're doing cool stuff. Branded content. We're like we're making the next. The, the, the next thing is retail. Basically, we're sort of laying groundwork for for brick that and, brick and mortar. Yeah. Is that how you say it? Brick and mortar. All right. Why is that important? You sound so C-suite right now. What is that? C-suite. CEO. You know, CFO, CEO. I know. Well, you know, like I've been talking to a lot of like uh, powerhouse women who uh, own companies and do all brick this and stuff. Brick and mortar. Yeah. So, okay. So, listen, we didn't get completely into the Petra Collins, mm. uh, Casey Jane Ellison, uh, and Zoe Grossman uh, pieces of uh, whatever branded content they did for you. They're so entertaining. So smart. Beautiful to look at. Where do we find all that stuff? Is that on bbdakota.com? Yeah, it's on bbdakota.com. It's also on our I'm in one of them in my YouTube undies. channel, yeah. You're welcome, she, everybody. She was so incredible. Yes. Incredible. She was. Get off my dick. Okay. She, yeah, she had a... I, I don't... If you've never had a real threesome, you had a faux threesome. Oh, the, yeah. Because yeah. the whole thing is basically I wake up from like a, like a threesome. Yeah. Oh, wow. So I don't even have to actually visit in real life. But by the way, side note of a side note, mm-hmm. what was Princeton like in like a sentence or two? Like, was it intense? Was it um, mean-spirited? Was it great? Oh, it was great. It was the best. Like, I, I go back for reunions every year. Like, there's this bizarrely intense school pride. Um... I, I don't know. I just i i banded uh, i banded together with like the neurotic Jews, like not neurotic Upper West Are you Side Jewish? Jews. Yeah, I, yeah, I'm a Jew. So I was like a Jew in Orange County. I was was like, very, like alienated. Real identity, cri- uh, real identity crisis. Yeah. crisis. Yeah. 
Oh, man. Okay. Gee, I loved it. And we didn't give the bottom a face tune. Is it a lie? Should we face tune? What's the deal? Mm, what, how, what is your feminist like, stance? If we want to be female, if we want to be like in keeping with the female gaze, we wouldn't use face tune. We wouldn't we would use face tune. You would show every um, every crevice. Yeah, every dirty, dirty, deep crevice. Yeah, gross. Yeah, it's weird. I, I talked to some people, and they they think face tune is awesome. Mm-hmm. And other, you know, and then. Uh, People have like ring lights on their phone. Have you seen that? I've no. been talking about that lately where it's like a Kardashian weird thing where it's like a Chloe Kardashian is uh I don't know. I've I've been talking too much about Chloe Kardashian, but I think she's funny. Where like people have ring lights on their phone, so when they like turn the, the camera to do like a selfie, there's a there's a fucking ring light. Oh my god. They're like f- properly lit, then you can face so you just and That's some so people crazy. are some people are like, Well whatever, I'm putting like it's a it's my curated life. This right. is like the best it's like you know, whatever. And I don't know. I just I think it's funny. I think uh, it is so funny. I mean, lighting has gotten so advanced with the iPhone. I mean, have you seen the movie Tangerine? It's like, yeah, I love Tangerine. It was, uh, it was filmed there's no face tune in that. I know totally, but so, that's, there's no face tune in that. No, that's that's, that's true. Grid, it's gritty and real, but also shot on an iPhone. Yes, minus yes, ring lighting and, yes. uh, and it's so good though. I like go back to buy that donut time. Oh, I know. And I, it's like breathed new life into this part of the city for me. Did you see Tangerine? Oh God! You should see it. It's, it's the a best. who's the filmmaker? Um, Sean Baker. Sean Baker, and he made a movie called Starlet that was really great. Mm-hmm. Did you ever see Unzipped, the Azim Zarahi documentary? Years ago, yeah. Yeah, I feel like that made me want to move to New York when I when I graduated high school. I saw that and I was like, I want to get into fashion or do something or model or whatever because all yeah. these people just like this. They believe their own bullshit, which I love. Like I watched like a. Not saying that that's what you're about because you're in the fashion world, but Truth or Dare. I love Truth or Dare when I was younger because right. I just felt like I don't know. This is so ridiculous. Were you into that movie? I haven't, documentary? I haven't seen that one. Truth or Dare, the Madonna documentary? No. Oh my God. If you if you guys if anybody's out there right listening, now, yeah. yeah, just watch start watching it right now. Well, I'll just continue podcasting. <laughs> All right. Well, well, let me look at my okay. Oh, I have like random notes that I want to ask you. Princeton. Then I have sociopath slash psychopath. I don't know why I was just thinking. Oh, about that was the my dad, I think. Oh yeah. Oh I yeah, so oh, sociopath versus psychopath. Yeah. Have you Socio- met a lot of those? Sociopaths are, are just better socially. They they know how to affect uh, mental health for the sake of getting to where they need to go. I heard psychopaths were born with no empathy and sociopaths were born with empathy and then lost it somehow because oh. of a weird upbringing. Maybe I'm totally wrong. Oh, interesting. Who are you going to vote for? <gasps> Hard-hitting questions, tail end of the show, get into the gritty, nitty-gritty. I, I'm, I'm, I'm a Hillary supporter. <gasps> you are just yeah. because she's a woman? Yeah, Tell um, me why. I'm just a, I'm a, I'm a super pragmatist about it, and I, I think Getting, that she'll be able to get, push things through Congress uh, better than the burn can. Because he's so old and decrepit, like he's just going to pass he doesn't, out? Because he just doesn't have a lot of... I mean, because it's it's about cronyism, and he doesn't have a lot of friends. And, it's about cronyism? I've never heard that word used on this podcast yet. That's the first cronyism? <laughs> I hope it... Now I have to we got to write a rap with definition. that cronyism. <laughs> no, I get it. No, that's awesome. I just like, you know... Um, um, yeah, and so I just think that she'll have, you know, she, she, she's been doing it. She, she knows what she's doing. Um, but does she have cronyism because she has all that money from all the corporate companies and they're like, no, all it's her just that she, she has more friends in Congress. She can get the, she can convince, she can persuade people to pass things, pass, pass legislation better than he can. Are all the people in Congress Republicans? I can't remember because I don't know anything about any of this stuff. I had um, one no, political it's, episode, but it's, 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 it's in it's one ear, not the other part, 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 all of, part it? of each. Yeah. All right, here, okay, I have a Love Alexi political correspondent. Uh, this just in oh, yeah. <laughs> from him. He says that it's more feminist to vote for Bernie Sanders. Mm. And he, that Bernie Sanders is more feminist and has women's rights. Uh, I mean, I don't, I don't mean to get so hard hitting and political at the tail end of the podcast. 
because he, I'm going to botch this, something about how like he's anti-war, like Hillary Clinton is like pro-war, very mm. into war, and it's like on a global level, like feminism should be like, uh, I don't know, it should help women like globally. Mm-hmm. And because Bernie Sanders is anti-war, it's more feminist because it, it hurts less women, like unnecessarily. Mm. Oh, and then also that he's, what was this thing? Oh God, blah, blah. Oh. Oh, and that Bernie supports more generous public benefits that benefit women, like public health care, $15 minimum wage, generous mm-hmm. family leave. Oh, that's a big thing. Generous family leave mm-hmm. that Hillary doesn't support and, and child care. So I don't know. Confusing. I guess it's like, I guess and, I think that um, some things, I mean, this is maybe cynical, um, but I think some things are going to have, like, I think that she's being more practical about what she can get get pushed through, and he's more of an ideologue. He's like, this is what I want the world to look like. And that's really great, and that's exciting and stuff, but like, it doesn't mean that he's not going to polarize Congress when he's trying to get things pushed through and then get nothing pushed through. Yeah. So it would be better to have like incremental change that like is impactful than having someone who really wants things to be great and has a vision for that, but not the ability to get things to happen yeah. with the people who are making the decisions. It's a miracle I could even figure out what to say about all this stuff. I think God, I have a political correspondent on Love Lexley podcast who can text me what, things. And it, I oh, can, he's texting you. That's oh, no, it was, it was from earlier because I was like, I want to ask Catherine like, who she's going to vote for and be able to talk about stuff. But oh, cool. uh, see, I deal in feelings right? and thoughts and feelings and dating and relationships and love and sex and all that stuff. So talking about politics is a bit confusing, but I'm trying. Well, it, I think you've, you're doing a, a, an incredible job at it. What, what about you, Byrne? Bernie Sanders, yeah. I feel like. I mean, I don't know. I mean, yes. Like, yes, yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Because Sarah Silverman told us to. So That's she made a really, really good point in that video. Didn't you see her YouTube? I did not see her oh YouTube. Oh, my God. But Gloria, Grow up. Gloria Watch Steiner YouTube. said to vote for Hillary. Oh, really? And Lena. And Le- I know I love Lena Dunham, but watch the Sarah Silverman okay, I will. YouTube. It's available I on will. my website, imboycrazy.com. I will do it. It's pretty good. Um, so what's next? What do you, anything else you want to get out into the ether, into the world? Um, mm, I think we're... Mm, what, what do I talk about? Like, there, all the stuff is kind of like that we're about to do isn't, isn't finalized yet. And I'll feel like a, a dummy if I say it and then it doesn't happen. So. You're going to send me some free clothes? Fantastic. I JK, 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 JK. No, I will send you some free clothes. I, I would love for you to wear BB Dakota. Is life more simple and less painful than I make it for myself? Do you think, do you think, uh, like, I what think, is it? Do you I, ever, yeah. I think I make my life, actually, was t- I was talking to my shrink about this the other week. Um, I I think that it, if things are more painful, it means they're better. Like, it, it, it's a better oh, no. job done. So I, I have a real problem. Yeah, like, I don't know. Do you, I, ever I do, feel, all, do, you ever, do you ever feel lonely next to Jalal when you lay next to him? Do you feel lonely next to him? Hmm. Something to think about on the drive home. God, this is going to be like a metastasizing disease in my mind. Um, no. no, I think it's I I don't think so. I think that we He's a very kind. Like the thing about Jalal is he's a very uh consistent, kind, loving person. Like he doesn't he doesn't want to argue. He loves me despite all my neuroses. So um, you don't feel you don't feel alone when you're next to him. Yeah, That's so cute. like when I feel like very like emotionally battered by like work stuff or things not going exactly as I want them to or like you know it's like we're we have projections to deal with and all of these things and it's scary um it's nice to come home to him because he's he doesn't really care about business at all so since we're all just gonna die what is the point of life like Mm. is it because I because is it as simple as just like swiffering and eating food and having sex and like uh like going to sleep and just like having nice moments with friends is it just like is it that simple? I think, I think it really is about um, 
I, I think it really is about friendship. Like, I'm really trying... I guess the, the the reason for the commune is that I don't want... Beca- like, because I'm in this relationship and you're, like, these two people in the world and you're, like, together all the time, I just don't want that to, like, erode my friendships in any way. And there's all these people that I love. You're invited to the commune, by the way. I hope like, so. When is, it, when is it done? Is um, there a pool? I'm, I'm soil testing a piece of land and, well, it's going to be in Mount Washington. You hate I'll Mount Washington. I'll be there. No, listen, you know what? i got to grow up. Yeah. i got to get over myself. You, you, I don't you know anything. I think I know everything. I don't know anything. We're gonna have like a communal, like a like we're gonna have a pool, like a communal. I'm bringing, area. Arist- I'm bringing Aristotle and this girlfriend. Okay, perfect. You're invited too. <laughs> cool. um, um, but yeah, so um, I just don't want to lose. Uh, I I don't want to lose my like. I feel like sometimes when you're in a relationship, your friendships take uh, take a backseat to your relationship, and I don't want that to happen. Like I just love my friendships, and so that's why I want to find a way to like live amongst my friends. So I think friendship is really just so important. Do you think it's better to do, and then I swear to God, I'm going to shut the fuck up and wrap this up. Uh, do you think, this, these are like things that I'm searching for that I think that you can yeah. be like my oracle or sure, if yeah. I like ask you, I can be like, oh my God, Catherine said so, so it must be this. Do you think it's better to move slow and lay around foundation of a relationship that, or move really fast? Because I'm so used to like crazy chaos at mm. the beginning of a thing. Is, or is, is it something nice about moving slow hmm. at the beginning, getting to know somebody? I think somebody? it really depends on the person. I think it, I think it is nice to move slow um, and really get to know someone. I guess I guess that's arguably how I did it with Jalal because you know we had a, like, five years before we ended up getting together, so we really knew each other. Oh wow! And, yeah. So it was kind of lovely that way. Um, but the chaotic stuff is so nice. I think you should have as many little romances as possible. You're like, you're a stunning woman. Like, you're so yeah, interesting. Like, yeah. Hear that, everybody? Like, you should just have, like, I don't know. That's what my my uncle, who is is now deceased, who I love, he said, like, um, his, like, not dying advice, advice, but, like, like, late in life, late stage advice was, like, have as many little romances as possible. Keep your friends. Oh, wow. So, well, that's what I believe in. Well, thank you for talking to me, Catherine. I'm so happy to like hang out with you, even if it's uh, recorded. It's amazing. It's even I, better. It matters more that it's recorded. But do you regret doing this? No, not at all. I, def- I definitely like spill- spilled my guts here, though. I, re- I really did. I'll I send it to you okay. first. I'll send it to you first. Okay, so you can... okay. Wait, did I, did I do good? Is this okay? You did. we got to wrap the show. Thank you for speaking to us. Yeah, of we're, course. We're out of here. Now leaving Nerdist.com. 